Jesus Man. Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a Episode 526 for August 13th, 2018, and, and as was noted before the show started, in seven days, next week's show will be the 12th anniversary, 12 years doing the show. It's crazy, man. It's like a more than a quarter of my life I've been recording a podcast about video games. I mean, it's it's almost a third of my life. That's true. That's true. I would I'll be been 37 years old. in a couple weeks. And I would have been 14. Wow. <laughs> Take yeah. it in, boys. I hope you weren't listening to our show when you were 14. Oh, my God. That's really terrible. Yeah. I feel really old now. But Good. that's fine. That's fine. On the God. show this week, we have uh, Mr. Drew. Hello. We have uh, Ryan. I'm an Egyptian mummy just slowly falling apart, is what this tells me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I thought you knew that. No. And we have Anthony. The youngest of the bunch. Not like, not even close, man. Just think, though, Anthony, there's somebody listening to this now at 13 that (laughs) is going to be on this show in 12 years when the rest of us (laughs) are dead. If I'm still doing this, he's gonna show, make you feel old in 12 years. You realize I'll be 50. I'll be over 50 years old oh. if we're still doing this show in 12 years. Oh man, 50. Uh, yeah. My kid will be I'm graduated be, school. I'll be 44. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is not how I needed to start my Sunday. Why? You're welcome. It's the eternal youth, man. Eternal youth. Anyway, let's talk about video games. Drew, I know you're playing some video games. Yeah, I got a couple of... Well, one of them's new. <clears throat> Technically, both of them are not new. Okay. Uh, I'm doing two games for review. The first one is Monster Hunter World on PC. Yeah, that came out in, like, March, right? Yeah. Uh, Monster uh, Hunter World. January, was wasn't it? Was it January? It was, God, it, it was. was you're right. Yeah, it was January. It's been out for a while. Holy shit. It's a while. Yeah. It was a while ago. <laughs> so like Jimmy while. Stewart over there, like, it's been a while. You can't just go around selling people like that. You know what he's you in are? your house, in your house. You're a little bitch. You're a little bitch. That's right, you're a bitch, and I bet you like to suck it. <laughs> you know, guys, what really uh, makes you sound young is making Jimmy Stewart impressions. <laughs> Particularly hey. South Park, Jimmy Stewart impressions. Next, next up is uh, Wilford Brimley. We're bringing that back mm. next week. Yep. But anyway, uh, yeah, Monster Hunter World. It's Monster Hunter World. Congratulations. Um, 
now on the personal computer. That should just be your review. It's now Monster Hunter World, now on the personal computer. Um, I will say this, as far as performance goes, it works really well, but this game can be a graphics hog. Uh, it, I'm running a 1080 or 1060, uh, and uh, my processor is a little weak for it. So I did first thing I did was boot up the ultimate settings, um, and it ran fine. There was a little bit of animation stutter, and that was about it. So I lowered a couple of things to, to just high instead of highest. Run smooth. Perfect. So, so is this game going to have, like, Steam Workshop support? I don't think so. Because if it does, you need to hunt Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah. Or, Macho Man or, Randy Savage. Yeah, Randy Savage, yeah. Macho, Man, Macho Dragon Randy right. Savage. Oh, I'm going to get you. <laughs> yeah, they could easily turn Rathlos into Macho Man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When you I'm, carve them up, does it, is it just Slim Jims? Oh, that'd be great. I'm, I miss you, Randy Poffo. Oh, man. Think about the armor set you could get. It's just Macho Man with his cowboy hat. And yeah, like, and his tassels. Tassels. Shit. Hell yeah, oh, that dude. That would be the bomb. Sunglasses would be your, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. I Man... I can, really wish they would do Steam Workshop stuff because the stuff that you okay, could do okay, okay, I got game. it. You could you could make his scepter from when he was the Macho King, the weapon, and scary or scary Sherry could be like your cat. I like that <laughs> idea. Oh my a lot. god! I mean that this needs to happen. PC players, go do this. Holy crap! That right would now. be amazing. But yeah, I'm playing that. I mean, there's. I've talked Monster Hunter to death. Jay and I both have. Uh, it's it's Monster Hunter. There's nothing really new. So um, the the big question right now, Drew, is Monster Hunter still your game of the year right now? Because you haven't played God of War, you fucking crazy person. Heathen. Heathen. Fine. I don't have time. Um, I will probably get to that sometime next year. I don't. <laughs> I don't have time because I was thinking about starting up Puzzles and Dragons again. <laughs> well, I to be fair, you, because... you can't play God of War at work, so there's yeah. that. So yeah, the well, I mean, I you can't be playing Puzzles and Dragons at work either. But watch me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, I, yeah, I just, you know, I'm, I'm working on Final Fantasy twelve. Um, played some more of that. I uh, have got another review game, which is technically not new because it's been on PC for a while. In early access. Uh, in early access. It finally got a full release, and it then also got a full release on Xbox and, and PS4 and, and Switch. And Switch, okay. Yeah, it's on everything. And uh, that's uh, Dead Cells. That game's pretty good. That game is really good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It is a it, it is a roguelike in, in in every sense of the word. Uh, when you die, you go back to the very beginning of the game. Um, but there's certain things that you can get that give you. It, it doesn't necessarily give you permanent upgrades, but you get to un, you get to find them sooner, kind of thing. Well, there are permanent upgrades. I, I well, yeah, that's true. You use the cells. Yeah, you can buy things like uh, to be able to use your health flask more often. Yeah, 
uh, turn or stuff like, you don't when want. When you die. Yeah, you keep more money, or you turn stuff that you find into gold. And yeah, or the the instant save if you die once, you come back to life. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you do have the permit upgrades, but what I really like is like unlocking the blueprints, which you can use cells to then you can find them. So when you get a blueprint and you take it back to the hub world, uh, you then unlock it for the ability to have it drop basically, or be found in the world. Yep. You can even get some random starting weapons too, which is cool. Yeah. It's, it's really good. And, and what makes that game so good is just how it plays. The fucking combat is is so good. (laughs) It is, it is, this contends with Rogue Legacy as far as how tight the controls are, how responsive they are, and just the fluidity of the combat. It's really good. It's a hack and slash. Uh, it, you have different sub-weapons that you can use. It's fantastic. Yeah. So if you're into that kind of game like Rogue Legacy, that would be the closest thing. Because I don't normally like roguelikes like this. No, but, I hate them. But there's something yeah. about fucking dead cells they're like as soon as you finish a run and a run can last anywhere from like two minutes to like i, I don't know i think it, they said like you could beat it in like an hour maybe Probably. like it's not super long but it can go from like a two minute run or you can get a real good run like i had a real good run the other day that was like 15 minutes and it just man it just feels good and then when you die you're like ah shit that sucks but then you're like oh, let's fucking do it again let's do it one more time yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one more run thing's really good in that. Same way with Rogue Legacy. But, um, yeah, uh, doing that for review. Um, I'm going to uh, probably check out IGN's review of it. <laughs> are, you, are you spoiling news already? <laughs> and, maybe, and maybe verbatim copy it. <laughs> wow. That's right. I pulled it. How you like that? Oh, shit. Well, you basically plagiarized every joke. That was on Twitter a few days ago. So I that's mean, true. I mean, you doubled down on the plagiarism today. Yeah, nobody plagiarizes my ass, and it makes me sad. <laughs> I wonder why that might be. I know. <laughs> I'm a good writer. I promise. Oh shit. Uh, but yeah, other than that, just Overwatch. You get any skins yet? I got the uh, gridiron skin for. Reinhardt. That threw me off the first time in Mr. Heroes because I didn't know I had him because his, his hammer doesn't have like a split at the top now. Yeah. And I was like, who the fuck do I have? Oh, it's my, my gridiron yeah. skin. Yeah, I got that one and I got one other, but I can't remember what it is. Well, there's not a lot. Like, this feels like the lightest. Well, I don't know, man. You got you got the Zenyatta skin. You got Winston. Yeah. You got uh, the, the Anna skin. Diva's got one. Um, uh, gosh, there was another one. There's two um, purple ones for Moira and Sombra. Yeah, but they're Moira, just... Sombra, and there's another character who have... And those are for, like, the Olympic Games. Yeah, they're not, like, special skins. Yeah, it's the color of their countries, basically. Yeah. And there's only um, one emote? I was, like, or, I was like, what the fuck? Wow. I don't know. I think there's a good amount of skins there that I want to pick up. I want to get the Zen skin. I want to get the Winston, and I already got the Rhine. I mean, maybe it's because I had ten thousand coins and I went ahead and bought Rhine, Winston, and Zenyatta. Yeah. So like, I don't have a lot left to get. I just have Anna and Diva, and then I guess the Sombra and Moira, which are not. I didn't like either one of those. I didn't like their colors. 
Hmm. So. Oh, well. But yeah, I played a little bit of that. That's about it. All right. I'll move on to Anthony, who's playing two games he can't even talk about. What else you playing? Yeah. Uh, so, um... Well, I mean, we can talk about of... Guacamelee. Yeah, I barely played any of it, though. Because yeah. the I didn't know what that... Like, I didn't know until today that, like, I could talk about it. So I just... I was like, I'm going to, you know, focus on the game I can't talk about till Tuesday anyways. Um, so that's kind of a thing. Um, from the very little that I've played of Guacamelee, it's, uh... If you like Guacamelee 1, I have a good <laughs> suspicion you're going to really like Guacamelee 2. From the very little I've played so far, it's got the same charm and looks great still. Shitload um, of references to other games. Absolutely. It starts off with one. Um, the uh, So I, I played West of Loathing. Picked that up because... Uh, that sounds like a USA original series. So there's there's an old there's an old I believe it was a web game called Kingdoms of Loathing, and uh, if you look at the art style of that, it is a everybody's stick people. I was gonna say, um, it sounds it like is, a, sounds like a fucking uh, George R. R. Martin novel. Yeah. Um, let me just double check here. I think Kingdoms. Yeah. So Kingdoms of Loathing. If you look it up, it looks like somebody drew it in their like sketchbook on like just plain white paper like it is not a great looking game um so west of loathing is an rpg using the same art style but instead of it being kingdom it's wild west uh motif (laughs) and you choose your class at the beginning of the game but the whole so you're a stick person and you are trying to go to the west and you have quests, and it's very funny. That's the whole kind of purpose of this game. It's a decent RPG, but everything is done um, with, like, a lot of humor. Um, one of the first things you can do is, like, read a bookcase, and you just keep cycling through, and it gives you a book eventually. And when you read the book from your inventory, it activates something called funny walking. Sure. And that means every time your character walks... It does a different animation. So one of them is cartwheels. Uh, another one they do like the worm. Um, it, it is like small stuff like that um, that they do. But then they also have like parts where it's like early on they didn't. Um, they left fungus in the basement, so a goblin moved in, and I have to go and deal with the goblin. And it turns to an RPG battle, and I just spray the goblin with the anti-fungus spray. And it dies instantly. That definitely sounds done. like a George R. R. Martin novel with goblins spraying everywhere. I need people to look this game up because it's an extremely hard sell. Um, but the sense of humor, because it it is, it's this shitty <laughs> stick person. Um, like it is, it is one of the worst looking games. But the it's all done with this great sense of humor. Um, I won't spoil anything from the very little I've played. I played an hour or so. Um, I haven't actually gone west yet. I was just doing missions in the first little town that it starts off in. And um, so I played that, so I'd have something to talk about. Um, I played more WarioWare. Problem with, I want to do a review of that. And I'm like, okay, like I think I've done enough. But then it's like, I'd unlock something else. And I'd be like, now I need to kind of know what else there is to unlock. So 
spoiler for that game, I suppose. Um, the uh, all the old warrior, all WarioWare games from the first release onwards. Um, there's always a character uh, who has classic Nintendo games turned into the micro games, and uh, it was originally Nine Volt, and then so Nine Volt was the character that had it in. Uh, the original, and then Twisted, and then in Touched, it was 9-volt and 18-volt, and then on the Wii, it was 9-volt, and I think 18-volt again, and then when it came to Are you to summoning the... Candyman right now? I don't, I don't know what's going on. Sorry, just give me a second here. And then it was the mother of 9-volt, which is 4-volt. It, it, anyways, what they've done is each of those characters now is has their own thing, and one of them has, like... A flashback to the Game and Watch game Manhole, and you can unlock Manhole as really Manhole. <laughs> Fucking really, <laughs> you might be old, but your maturity is a <laughs> my maturity a is, is in the fucking Jesus. toilet. I don't care. I don't Jesus care. Christ. Oh, okay. manhole. manhole. So you can unlock that Game and Watch game, um, and then. Another unlockable game was Pyoro, which was also from the original um, uh, War, uh, WarioWare game. And it's just slowly, like, there's more and more unlocking still. And that's um, actually kind of annoying because I don't know what's going to unlock the next piece. I don't know what it's going to have. And there's a lot there already, and I'm trying to figure out how much more there is. Like, I know that, like, it's got a screen that shows you, like, oh, here's how many other games that you can unlock. Because there's a bunch of little stuff. They've got like a complete history of all this, all the Nintendo stuff. Um, so like they even mentioned their Lego ripoff, um, the like mechanical arm, uh, the batting machine, and everything. They have like a little entry that tells you about all the Nintendo releases. So there's a lot there that I've been trying to. Every time I'm just I'm like I'm almost done. I've got to be like there's got to be no more of like quality stuff it's all gonna be like kind of like throwaway mini games but no there's more and more um so there's that but yeah i can't talk about the game i put the most time into you could say so, what it was I mean... um yeah i can well, uh, otherwise people are like, phantom doctrine i'm playing phantom doctrine for review it comes out on tuesday um can i say what it is i mean i'm pretty sure everybody could look that up on the interwebs. Right. Okay. I I'm just making sure I'm not doing the wrong thing here. It, embar- um, embargoes are always your impressions. Okay. So Phantom Doctrine is in is a turn-based strategy game, not dissimilar. Like just even when you look at it, not dissimilar to XCOM. Uh, it takes it's a espionage based turn-based strategy game takes place in the cold war you can choose to take the cia path or the kgb path um there's also a third path that's unlockable very clear on um very early on uh it's like if i'd suggest taking a good look at it that's all i can say is like if you enjoy that type of game this is a new one of those because there isn't a new XCOM coming out anytime soon, from my understanding. Um, there is an XCOM collection coming oh. out in 
August, I think. Is it the the newer ones? I'm yeah, assuming it's two in the expansion. I saw, I saw okay. an ad for it the other day. Well, if you want a new one, uh, <laughs> this is I don't see them too often, and this was something that appeared to be more up my alley. That's the reason why. You're you're going to be really excited for that um, that crazy game with the duck. Um, it's based on a, a duck? Swedish yeah, duck? graphic novel. Yeah, it's a duck, a pig, and a lady, right? What? There's this. There's a game they showed. I have no idea. At E3, like it's a it's a it's a turn based mutant year zero. Mutant, that's the one. Yes. Um, that looked a little bit more like Wasteland-ish, right? Well, it's, it's, you can walk around the world, but then when you go into battle, it turns into like a, uh, an XCOM-style uh, turn-based, okay. um, strategy I see, game. yeah. Yeah, that yeah, game. Yeah, the, uh, Howard the Duck, yep. Yeah, Howard uh, the Duck-looking guy with the grenade launcher shit or something. It's not the right color, but yeah, he's <clears throat> mallard and stuff. What's of a... based off of a, a, like a Swedish graphic novel or something, or a board game, that's what it, a board game. Uh, and this is okay. the first time that thing is like old, like we're talking like ten, twenty years old. But this is the first time anybody's actually gotten licensed to create a video game based on it. And like it, it came out of E3 with like some real good word of mouth about it. So I remember seeing this now. I viewed if you would try to get that name out of me closer to when I originally saw the screenshots, I wouldn't have been able to uh, tell you. Um. Yeah, I mean, uh, it looks. I think. I think what, um, like, what interested me about Phantom Doctrine is, I really liked, and I know I'm in a minority here. I really like the Metal Gear Acid games. Um, they are kind of unique in the way they play, uh, because they are the Metal Gear mechanics, but turn based, and then that weird card game on top of it, which not necessarily <laughs> the best part of it, but was there. Made it different, um, so yeah, that's kind of the reason why I asked for Phantom Doctrine and um, can't speak about my impressions. So that's kind of it. Okay, I want to. I, I want you to say it, but I can't, so it doesn't matter. I mean, you can say it next week. It's fine. Yeah, and the game be out then. You know, it'd be out in the wild. So if that's all you have, we will move on to the wombat. All right. So, I have played this week um, a couple things. I played a little bit more uh, No Man's Sky, uh, which I'm still enjoying and uh, still glad to have uh, picked that back up again and the, the, the all the new content and everything. Uh, but mostly I've been playing uh, Fire Pro Wrestling World for PlayStation 4. Uh, we got our review code super early. Uh, game doesn't come out until the 28th. Oh, wow. So, um, anybody that follows me on Twitter knows I've been posting some stuff on there. Um, the, uh, the game is, you know, it's the same game, obviously, as the one that released on Steam, but they've added, um, several things, and they're going to be adding even more once the game launches. Um, there's going to be some, some additional DLC and stuff like that that actually comes with the deluxe edition. Um, that there's a, a fight promotion mode um, where you can basically it's kind of like a franchise mode uh, where you can kind of run a promotion and book the matches and all that kind of stuff um, and then uh, they're adding some additional story mode content 
um, for the junior heavyweight division um, that'll be coming eventually after launch too. Um, there is a career mode for the first time, uh, New Japan career mode, which is is pretty cool. It's um, I'm sure you guys have seen some pictures and stuff on it online. It's um, still images mostly, but what's neat is when they introduce you to a wrestler in the career mode, they take a second and they kind of tell you who he is and give you a little bit of his history, um, which is I think is a good a good um, addition for folks who may not be that familiar with New Japan. So um, that is the biggest difference so far between the Steam version and the PS4 version is the additional uh, New Japan uh, pro wrestling content. Uh, New Japan is the biggest Japanese pro wrestling uh, league, I guess is the way you call it, company. Um, And uh, they have partnered with uh, Fire Pro for the first time. So it's the first Fire Pro game fire pro game that actually has licensed wrestlers um all the other ones had basically generic versions of wrestlers that you could edit um bulk and, Hogan. Uh, yeah yeah right but this one actually has officially licensed new japan wrestlers um with uh everything that goes along with that so, so, that, so what you're saying uh, is this will be the best licensed wrestling game I will guarantee. I was going to say the two K games game this game, are this not year. very good. <laughs> no, they no. haven't been good forever, and they won't be good until that license gets taken away and given to a different developer. Yeah. Um, there's still animations in that game that they've been using since the oh. SmackDown games. So, um, it's just that that series is a disaster. Now, so, go ahead. Um. Other like, is there a with the New Japan Pro Wrestling? Is the, like, do they do storylines from that, or is it just that the characters are there? Um, so there, the 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 career mode is a New Japan career mode. It's called okay. Fighting Road, um, and you basically you start out as what they call in Japan a young lion, meaning you're like a um, a rookie, and um, you got to kind of work your way up through the story okay. mode. <clears throat> Fighting Road sounds like a lyric in a Japanese like butt rock song. Yeah, absolutely Fighting it road. does. Absolutely it does. It's the most Japanese thing. <laughs> uh, and there, it's it's awesome because at the beginning it does the New Japan thing and it does that King of Sports. So, yeah, I don't know anything uh, about New Japan it, Pro Wrestling, but it sounds kind of rad. Yeah, it's really awesome. Um, so the uh, I'm really... I'm really looking forward to getting into more of that. Um, I think it's you know it's great because New Japan is is starting to have more of a presence in the United States than they probably ever had. They have a uh, a streaming service that um, is available in the United States, so you can watch all their events and everything. Uh, it's kind of basically like WWE Network, only it's just for uh, New Japan, except except quality. Um. <laughs> that too, uh, but. The uh, it's it's good I think for them to have a game like this that is still I mean it's it's this is a Japanese wrestling game so everybody should go into it with that expectation uh, but at the same time um, Fire Pro as a series um, gets legitimacy from this partnership which is great and New Japan I think gets an opportunity to have a licensed product in America. Um, that does have some cachet, not as much. I mean, before this, I think the only officially 
English version of Fire Pro was Fire Pro Returns for the PlayStation 2. No, there's a bunch of um there was a bunch of Game Boy Advance games too. You're right. I forgot about the Game Boy Advance games. They weren't they um, were not quality like the PS2 game was, but Right. They I mean, were there. We got to yeah. talk about so, the Avatar Fire Pro Wrestling, right? No, I don't <laughs> count that as a Fire Pro Wrestling game. Wait, what? There's an Xbox Live Arcade game called Fire Pro Wrestling and you can use your avatars from the 360. It's terrible. Oh, it, it that when you said Avatar, like I was Pro like, Wrestling. I thought you were talking, um, uh, like the TV show Avatar. Oh, I thought you were going to oh, go the no. James Cameron route. No, no. So the uh, that game plays nothing like Fire Pro. Um, the the thing to um, uh, I, I really wish they were putting out a demo of this because I feel like if some people played it, especially in the fighting game community, they'd actually really like it. Um. But the thing about Fire Pro is it's complete. It could not be more different than the 2K series. Um, it's uh, obviously it looks like a 16-bit game. Um, obviously, it's cleaner on the current gen consoles and stuff like that. But it, it looks still looks like a 16-bit game. Um, and the uh, it's you know isometric and uh, it's very timing based and um, it's dependent on a, you basically, you have small, medium, and, and what they call big attacks. Um, so on the PlayStation, it's square is small, X is medium, and circle is big. And um, you have to build your attacks up. So you got to do small attacks first to build up to medium attacks, to build up to be able to hit big attacks. If you try to hit a big attack as soon as the match starts, you're almost always going to get reversed. Um, and it's timing based. So it, when you lock up, when you run into another, uh, character, they do the collar and elbow tie up animation and it's whoever hits the button first gets to do their move. Um, so it's not, you know, button mashy or anything like that. It's every single move. You got to time it before your opponent to make sure that you're, or time it more precisely than your opponent um, to make sure that your move gets off. Because if you hit the button too fast, you lose. Um, there's a, a window that you've got to uh, time it in. And that window is really hard to describe. It's one of those things where you really just kind of have to play the game and uh, get a feel for when that when the button press is um, and get your timing down. So it's um, it takes some getting used to. But for somebody like me that's been playing Fire Pro forever and um, spent... God, I don't even want to know how many hours playing the Dreamcast Fire Pro Wrestling D in Japanese. Um, it's awesome to have an officially licensed Fire Pro completely in English with a story mode, uh, with licensed wrestlers. It's like, uh, it's Nirvana for me as it compares to my feelings on this series. So, uh, I'm really excited to continue diving into more of it. Um, the trophy list is super easy. Um, like I said on Twitter, I had one match that was legitimately a 32-minute match, um, and I got seven trophies just from that. No, nine trophies just from that one match. Um, so the, the trophy list is super easy, and if you get – there's trophies for 60, 70, 80 – no, yeah, 60, 70, 80, 90, and 100% matches because they grade your match after the match. And if you get a 100% match, you unlock all the trophies. So, like, all the 60, 70, 80, 90, 100. Uh, so, it, it adds up pretty quick. 
So is all um, the customization stuff in there? Is there going to be like a marketplace and stuff? Yes. So I don't. I need to get some more clarification on that. I'm going to have to reach out to our contact at Spike, I think, because none of that's in yet. Um, because it's, obviously it's not the game's not launched yet. Um, so none of that sharing stuff is in yet. The online is also not in yet. Um, but um, yes, my understanding is there will be a sort of wrestler marketplace where you can share creations um i doubt it will be as good as the steam one uh, just being honest because um just by just because of the nature of the marketplace uh but if it's anything like the steam one by like week two there were already something like two thousand created wrestlers um so but I guarantee by the second week this game is out officially, you'll be able to find a wrestler edit for any popular wrestler in America or Japan. Um, the, the community around this game works very fast. And um, uh, they do a fantastic job. So uh, the nice thing about the graphics is you can make somebody that is instantly recognizable as the wrestler you're trying to create without being Lawsuits. super hyper-detailed. Well, lawsuits too, probably. But I yeah, want... so I uh, I'm loving it so far, and uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to all the rest of the the pieces of it getting launched in a couple weeks. I want American focused Ultimate Warrior with his white, red, white, and blue tassels and belt. There is absolutely an Ultimate Warrior uh, creator wrestler, probably fifteen hundred of them. I was gonna on, say he has he has a lot of specific looks. He does, no. yeah. Yep. The neat part about this is is that even if they don't open up the store, say, which I, I can't imagine that they wouldn't, all the person has to do is share, I'm assuming, the stats and like, cause I'm assuming even though it's... um Kind of like the I, seeds I, we used to get for Soul Calibur to create yeah, a character. the Soul Calibur 3 seeds of here's how you make Dante. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If they, so there's always that. Um, I hope that like Sony's smart enough to kind of, because this is only coming out on PS4 for consoles, right? Correct. Yes. yes. I'd for really now, at hope, least, uh, they I'd haven't really said that it's coming out on anything else. That Sony would do some like special characters, you know, of their own. <laughs> Nathan like Drake. Nathan Drake. Get, Nathan Jake yeah. going to get in the ring. Well, it doesn't matter if they do or not because not right. Will. But you know um, what I mean. It'd be neat. Yeah. That'd be a neat way of promoting this. Um, and all, like, isn't New Japan, like, basically WWE's, like, biggest rival in terms of wrestling? Um, yeah, they don't really, um, WWE's not, WWE's actually a lot bigger in Japan than New Japan, uh, is in the United States, obviously. Um, WWE is obviously, I mean, probably ten times the size of New Japan, but, uh, in terms of hardcore wrestling audience, they are, yes, the biggest competitor. So all the all the, the all that um, Fire Pro needs to do is get um, oh god, what's that show? Um, Lucha Underground signed and to have basically the two other wrestling organizations. Yeah, uh, and the beautiful thing about else is owned uh, by fucking WWE. Yeah, and the the beautiful thing about. Um, Fire Pro is, like I said, the and they, they have said, so you won't have to worry about seeds or anything like that. They, they have said there's going to be a marketplace oh, where people okay. can share created wrestlers. They just I just haven't been able to access it yet. Um, but, uh, again, 
all the Lucha Underground wrestlers, all the WWE wrestlers. Uh, so on my Steam um, Fire Pro, I've already downloaded something like 200 wrestlers. Oh, wow. Um, and it's, you know, all the WWE guys, any of the Lucha Underground guys you're interested in, Mexican wrestlers, Japanese wrestlers from the other promotions in Japan. Um, and then there, there's always, they always have stuff like Spider-Man or <laughs> the Incredible Hulk and stuff like that too. But, um, yeah, the, this, I, you know, WWE, uh, 2K also has a shared creator wrestler marketplace. Um, th- this one will explode a lot quicker just because the creations are a lot easier to make. Um, but the nice thing is in, uh, Fire Pro, you can actually adjust, um, the AI of the wrestlers to make them behave the way they should uh, when you're fighting against them. So it's their creator wrestlers really great. Isn't there a weird limit on the WWE game of how many wrestlers you can download per week? Oh, I'm sure there is. I, I haven't played a WWE uh, since 2016, I don't think. Huh. So I'm I'm sure there is, but There's I don't. There's also a weird limit on quality in those games. So. Yeah, 100. <laughs> percent I refuse to commit my money to that series because it's just they don't even try. They don't fix. Well, you know, I you I know. saw something on Twitter today where somebody um somebody broke the career mode of uh, 2K18 <laughs> because they um they won the world championship. And the career mode actually also put them in the uh, money to the money in the bank match, which is uh, the winner of that match gets a championship opportunity. And so one of the subplots was to cash their money in the bank win in on themselves. <laughs> so they ended up scheduled in a match against themselves. I mean, that sounds like something WWE might do. Well, maybe WWE <laughs> of the early '90s, but uh, it's just they don't they don't there's there's not enough QA in that series, and they aren't motivated at all to make it any better because they have no competition. Yeah, and um, so that's why even though Fire Pro is a completely different game, I'm hoping because the game sold very very well on on uh, Steam. Um, and so I'm hoping that it sells well on PS4 as well. And just having another, uh, wrestling game that has licenses in it will be enough to kind of kick WWE in the butt and, uh, maybe kick Ukes in the butt too. Uh, we'll see. I, I don't know if it'll even make a dent in their crazy Probably monopoly. Probably will not. Yeah. Probably will not. So... But anyway, that's uh, that's Fire Pro. So I'll keep everybody up to date, and I'll keep sharing stuff on my Twitter. So if you have any more interest, um, uh, follow me on Twitter, and uh, I'll be posting some images and also some clips. Uh, I'll, I'll be posting clips of your favorite wrestlers getting hit over the head with fluorescent light tubes. So that game's um, forty. You can bucks, look forward to that, right? What? It's forty bucks, right? It is. Um, I can't. No, I think it's fifty. Okay. But I think it's on sale right now if you pre-order for forty. Gotcha. Um, and then the um, the deluxe edition that comes with all the DLC, I think, is eighty. Okay. So um, it's it's from my perspective, it's it's worth that price. But uh, again, I'm a I'm a 
big wrestling guy and also a big fire pro wrestling guy. So yeah. that's, it's different for me than it would be for other people. But mm-hmm. I, you know, again, if you're on the fence, follow me on Twitter, you'll see some clips and you can decide whether you think it's something you'll like. Um, it's the only wrestling game available in America that I'm aware of where you can have a exploding ring barbed wire rope death match, um, where the ropes are barbed wire and the ring explodes after 15 minutes. So, um, I'm just going to put that out there. So I guess my question would be, eighty bucks for the deluxe edition with all the DLC. What kind of DLC do you put in a game that has seemingly endless created content? So the DLC actually is um, additional modes. Um, so I meant to have this pulled up already and did not. Um, I know for a fact they're adding an entirely new career path. Um, I know for a fact they're adding fire promoter mode, which is what I mentioned, where it's kind of like franchise mode. You can book the book the territory for last lack of a better term um and then there's other stuff coming to um hold on oh, hold drew's on, playing some dead you. cells aren't you drew i don't know what you're talking about i'm looking at my <laughs> xbox live list because i have my games pulled up for the week and yeah I see you in the passage of the pro- passage of the promenade of the condemned. Yeah, I'm stacking up um, cells. You can't hide in this world of digital entertainment. It's very true. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to get my reviews done. I, I could be playing Gene Rain right now. Um, <laughs> you should not be good playing, old Gene Rain. You shouldn't be playing Gene Rain ever. I went to school with a Gene Rain. Maybe it's his game. That's eh, a joke, by the way. I didn't actually go to school with Gene Rain. Um. All right, hold on. All right, you look that up. Uh, I'll look it up, and you guys can move on. I'm going to move on so we don't have dead air, at least. Um, I <clears throat> checked out a few games this week. I played a game called Megaton Rainfall. That's coming to, I think, Switch and Xbox One this week. It's been on PS4 oh, yeah. for a while. It was a VR game on PS4. Yeah, it's, it has VR mode. Uh, on paper, this sounds like a rad game. Yeah, I've heard not great things. You play as like this super being that's flying around the world, shooting laser beams at aliens. Um, as you do. But this game is still bad. Mm-hmm. Like, it is a bad game. So, don't... Yeah, I've not heard good things about this at all. It just... <laughs> It has like a city meter. Like, you remember Superman Returns on the 360? Like, his health bar was essentially the city. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's how you fail a mission in Megaton Rainfall is when you destroy. And the thing is, is like these enemies move in a manner that makes it really hard to hit them. So, like, you'll shoot a beam at them, which has like kind of this, you kind of got to lead the enemy. But it almost seems like they're like magnets. So as soon as the beam gets close to them... They kind of, like, push away from the enemy and then fly right into a building, and you see, like, the health bar of the city go straight into the toilet. So, yeah, it's not a good game. Don't don't buy that game. Man, Drew is so, getting So crazy. while you're saving the city, no one's saving the game. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I also played Overcooked 2, and that game is still awesome. That game you should still not play by yourself. There is like a story mode yeah. in that game, and this time it's aliens, right? I don't remember. I, I don't care. first game, the first game 
from my understanding is that it's post-apocalypse. You've you got to go back in time and feed the thing. And learn how to be a better chef so you could feed the spaghetti monster. Yeah. Before it destroys the world. Yeah. But playing this game by yourself is not fun because you're constantly switching between characters. And it's just uh, the big mechanic change in this one is that you can throw food items. You cannot throw food that is on a plate or already prepared, but you can, like, grab lettuce and throw it across the room to your partners. Uh, This also has online, which is a huge thing because the first game did not. So that's a big deal. So, I mean, if you love Overcooked, it's a total, like, you should buy this because the improvements are really nice. Better Overcooked, yeah. Yeah, but if you're not playing with other people, you should never purchase this game. Because it's just not fun by yourself. Uh, the, the the complaint you just had about Overcooked um, is is kind of the reason why I gave um, Unravel 2 such a high score. Is that they are one of the few things I've ever seen do the... This definitely should be co-op, but this plays really well single player. Mm-hmm. And usually that's not the case. You get a little bit of, you know, AI trouble and everything, but because you control both characters, you combine yourself, it was well done. I'm also playing... Uh, so I've played Iconoclasts quite a bit. Um, but I I've forgot never, to mention that I had played that too. Yeah, I have not played, like, through it yet, so I decided to go ahead and play through it. I'm about... Damn, Drew, you are getting fucking ripe with that shit. Trying to kill these motherfuckers. <laughs> he's like, in, he's, he's like, like in getting distance. after it right now. <laughs> sounds like it. Um, but I've been, I decided to go ahead and play through this game. Um, I'm about three hours into, maybe four hours now at this point. That game just continues to deliver the more I get into it. So, so. not to spoil it for the audience. Where where did you, did you get to the part that I mentioned? No, no, no. I haven't. I I got roped into We Happy Few and some Overwatch oh. stuff, so I didn't make any. So literally, I just broke uh, the ice cube that had somebody in it. That, that is a that was a very. I didn't know what I t- was supposed to do at first. I didn't either. I was like trying to attack the thing. Me too. And then the person in the cube kept going, uh, you should do this. Maybe you should do this. And I'm like, oh! No, on. I got this. I got this, man. I'm not listening to you. I got <laughs> But that game, man, that game is something special. And, like, I was reading, I don't know if you read it, there's a news story out there. I forget which website did it. But they the, interviewed... Uh, the, the creators after the game? Yeah. The dream game? yeah. And, like, reading the story behind the guy that created Iconoclast and, like, what he went through towards the end of that game, like, it's just, it's fucking depressing to to think about what he did to himself, uh, like, the perfectionist that he was rebuilding that game and, like, reading the comment he had about a guy that found a bug in the game and it, like, just destroyed him mentally. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you know, uh, God, I, I don't know why I'd bring up his name because I'm not a huge fan of him, but um, that's that's what happened to Phil Fish. As much as he's unlike, you know, um, he's kind of a dick. He's a dick. Problem is also though that he, like, Fez was another game that took a long time. Oh yeah. Uh, the problem was is that you look at how he responded to criticism compared to um oh my gosh I'm blanking on his name right now Conjack is Joaquin something 
the, yeah. the studio is called Konjak, right? Yeah, well, it's just him. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. But he, I mean, yeah, he so. named his studio Konjak, but his name's Joaquin yeah. uh, uh-huh. Noit something. Yes, we're American and Canadian. We're Pronunciations. Of right. I, I apologize yeah. for getting it wrong, but um, but I remember when he. So when Noitu Love, uh, like this has been in development again ten years. Yeah, and um, I've never seen a game. Okay, so I thought at one point there's a there's a point where in this in Iconoclasts that has elevators. Um. And it's two going side by side. And I thought I had messed myself up where I need to get back to the one elevator and couldn't um, because the way I placed them. No, I'm just an idiot. Um, that's how much... Like, There's points in this game where I'm like, I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. And then I realize it. And I'm like, no, he prepared for that. I'm an idiot. Um, yeah, it... This game is something else. I, I know I said it before, but like, there's a level of polish I don't see in many games that's in this. Yeah, it's 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 really really like, especially in a time when there's like 20 games coming out this month that everybody's dubbing the month of the Metroidvania, yeah. and most of the games that are in these lists, these high profile games, and as much as I love Dead Cells, you put it in a list of Metroidvania titles, I fucking completely discredit your opinion. Because a Metroidvania title is based on level design, the world that you're building, and the progression of collecting things to get to different areas of the world. Yes, Dead Cells has some of that. You'll collect things that can change the way your runs work. But you do not have a consistent world that you are exploring. Yeah. It is a different world every time you play. And there games, was... Yeah, games like Iconoclasts um... and Guacamelee really have scratched that itch of Metroidvania. And... Those two are the two that I feel people should be talking about. And and what um God, there is not that I I heard amazing things about the people that made uh, Yotun. Yeah, the Jotun. yeah, because those they, guys made um the, the there's another game they made that I loved and I can't uh, the side scrolling one. Yeah, like the mm, what is that game called? It's got the same art style. It's only on PS4 and PC. Yeah, so that game was was placed as Metroidvania and. The difference between, and the reason why I'd let that on the list is because they at least were like, okay, so these these certain rooms are always going to be in the same place, but we are going to change it up the way that you can get to them. So the the path in between was randomized. Yes. So the rooms were always in the same place. Every time you die, it readjusts the rooms that lead to the rooms that are always the same. Yeah, and, and, and then there was the sectors, and the sectors were always the same style. That was, yeah, like, yeah, Iconoclast, I played more of that, and um, just when I think, like, okay, I have probably all the abilities, they'll introduce something else, and I'm just like, this is something that I've never seen before. I'm still doubling down that this feels like a mix between Metroid and Shantae, and again, it's a weird pull, but Drill Dozer, um, it's this game is so charming. I can't speak of high, like I didn't review it, so it's just like I'm just trying to be like, you know what? This is the game that you should play if you're gonna pick up one indie game this year. Like this is probably if I was to give ranks of games this year, it'd be God of War is probably my first. And I know I gave Unravel two ten out of ten. This would actually be my second, and then Unravel two. Yeah, Iconoclast is 
it's the such writing a is game. so good in it too. Yeah, yeah, it's a dark ass story, and like, but it has comedy in it. too. It does. Like, I relate to characters, and they have no voice lines. Yeah, and it's such a weird thing. I don't know. That game is that game is something special, and I think I mean it's on almost everything. Unless you only own an Xbox right now, you should be able to play that game. Um, when you get to the boss that I mentioned, the second half of that boss is one of the neatest things I've seen in a long time. I really liked the the boss that I had to switch characters on back and forth. I thought and I that was, was like, clever. This is kind of weird that they're introducing this. Um but then you play as her later on as well. So Yeah. That game that, that is... he didn't he didn't just write mechanics for that one boss fight. It so yeah. And then like that changes Gameplay. There was a part where they took away all my weapons, so I had to change how I played. And it wasn't like a stealth section. I still had to fight. So it was. Uh, yeah, this game is something else. I forgot. I me- I forgot that I had played more to- more of that earlier in the week. Yeah. Because a game that I started playing that's under embargo took most of my time. Yep. No. Again, I can't stress enough. I should play Iconoclast. Um. And then the last game I spent a lot of time with, uh, well, not a lot of time, I spent a couple hours in the world of We Happy Few. So that game finally launched on Friday, and it's the first time I've seen it. The real game. Yeah, it's the <laughs> first time that I've seen it. Um, I played it, God, has it been two years ago when that thing launched into early access? Uh, um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and I did not like it at all. It was a procedurally generated survival style game. So just down the list of stuff you hated. Yeah, like there, there was, I mean, and even the stuff that was cool about, like, why did we think We Happy Few was going to be cool? It was that trailer with all that crazy story utopia stuff and... The Bioshock part. Yeah, and yeah. then you get yeah. in this freaking early access game and it's a survival procedurally generated game and it's like, oh, this is not good. So now the game is out. Uh, it's a you know the full retail release. It's got a story mode that follows the the path of three characters. Uh, you play them in succession. So you'll start off as Arthur, um, and it, you get that it's it's essentially the same intro sequence you've seen since the beginning of time since this game was announced, of him sitting at the the table editing the news stories, and then you don't you can decide to whether or not you take your pill, which the pill is called joy, and it alters your vision of what the world really is. Um, which, by the way, if you don't take it in the intro, there's a really disgusting sequence that happens before the game begins, and it's there's a lot of really interesting things going on in this world of you know this utopia of these people wanting you to see a world that doesn't really exist, and once you get out into the world, uh, which I have to say that the initial load time for the world to generate because the world has to generate. Um, it takes a while. We're talking. So it is still randomized. Yes, um, it procedurally generates it when it loads into the original world. So once it's loaded, once you get into it, there's really not any loading or anything. You just you go around the world. Um, you have your main quest path that you can go down, uh, but there are side quests that you will discover if you if you are just kind of looking around the world. Like when you stumble across a side quest, it'll actually pop up and say side quest found. And then you can go into your menu, you can look at the details of the side quest, and then you can decide if you want to try to do it. And doing these side quests will give you skill points that allow you to upgrade your character, so you can make them 
um, you know, quieter during stealth or uh, your damage from melee attacks uh, will do more or you'll have a better chance to do a critical hit, things like that. It's all, it's very reminiscent of a skill tree of anything you've ever seen. There's different tiers and each one has different things you can upgrade. Um, there is a crafting mechanic in the game. It's not as annoying as a lot of games. So you can craft things like lockpicks and jimmy bars and things that you can use to traverse the environment. And what I like about this game is that, yes, you can go into the menu and craft these items, healing items, you know, equipment, clothes. Or let's say you come to a lock that says, hey, you have you need a lockpick to get through this. If you don't have one crafted, you can just hold the button and it'll craft it and then use it. So it's not like you have to go into the menu, craft it, and then use it. So it kind of streamlines that process a little bit. Um, This game still feels very janky at times. Like the combat feels a little rough in areas. Um, It's all melee and stealth focused. So you're you're attacking with like things like sticks and, and billy clubs and shovels and things like that. Um... You can swing, you can block, you can also click the right stick to push people, and pushing them will open them up for an attack. Um, You can also push people that are not in combat with you, and if you push them twice, they'll get into a fight. Uh, It has the Skyrim mentality of, like, if you go into somebody's house and steal something, they will become aggressive and attack you. Um, Uh, When you say that, though, uh, is it only if they catch you, or is it one of those... Yes, only if they catch you. Um, Okay. So it's not like, oh, you stole something and now people are going to be aggressive. No, they if they didn't see you, then they're not going to care. Good. Um, but the AI in this game is not very good. So I'll give you an example. I did a mission where I had to go into like this warehouse to retrieve these war medals for a veteran. Um, so I sneak in there and I immediately get seen because I'm terrible at stealth anyway. Um, okay. So I run outside the building. Walk back in, everybody has stopped looking for me, and I just one by one murder them. Like, they didn't even follow me out of the building. And it's not like I went outside a door. I literally walked around a a hole in a fence and stood there for two seconds and then walked back in. As you do. Yeah, and they were all just. They were all just back on their patrols, just mindless. Like, the AI in this game is not good. Um. Which is kind of important for a stealth game. It is, but that doesn't bother me because I don't really like stealth. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so like okay, well, I like it's important to me. Sure, sure. And here's another thing that I like and maybe this is why I'm getting that experience. This game allows you to tailor your difficulty not only just in overall but individual. So there's like four different tiers that you can change. So there's stealth, combat, survival, which yes, you have to eat and drink and sleep in order to have better performance. So you don't die if your food meter runs down, you just don't have as much stamina to run and attack. Oh, so you mean like how every food meter should work in video games? Exactly. So you can actually tone that down to, let's say, you can customize each of these sliders for easy, normal, hard. Um, And if you drop like the survival meter down to easy, it really doesn't affect you when you run out of food. Like it's a little of effect that like a 5% loss in stamina or something, and you can tailor each one of those individually at any time. The game doesn't lock you into any of the difficulty settings. So if you're playing and you're like, oh, fuck this stealth section, you can go in and put the stealth down on easy, and then just kind of blast your way through it. 
which I like that option in games because it keeps you, it keeps people like you and I and a lot of people I know these days that get frustrated with video games like, yeah, this is hard, I gotta do this five times over, oh, but I only have 20 minutes to play this game. You get stuck on something, you go in, you tweak that difficulty, you go through it, then you can put it back up if you want. It just keeps you from getting frustrated and stuck in one place. And I always appreciate that when a game does that. But, you know, I'm enjoying it so far. There's been times where, like like I said, it's kind of glitchy. Like, sometimes I'm walking across the world, and all of a sudden the screen will go black for a second, which was is weird. It, when you say glitch... Okay, well, that's not... I was going to say, is it, like, glitchy, like, open-world jank? It, there is, is open-world jank in it as well, for sure. Um, and a lot of that sometimes comes from the procedural generation. Like, if you hadn't told me it was procedurally generated, it probably would have taken me a little while to figure it out, because they do a really nice job of building the world when you start it up. But after a while, you start to see things like patterns... And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I can see where this is. The chunk, yeah. Yeah, you're either like, this is a bad level design, or you just you just kind of randomize this from from a, an algorithm. So, but I, I'm enjoying it so far. I need to play some more of it because, like I said, there's three characters. Apparently, they all three play different. Like Arthur focuses on stealth. Um, uh, Do they I, each have their own campaign, or is it just like game it's like a continuation of the main game? So like, as after you play as Arthur, then you play as the girl. I can't remember her name. And then you play as the drunk guy from the trailer that was throwing the bottle mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, which I saw him already in the game. So, but I haven't played as him yet. I've only played as Arthur. Um, and I'm sorry, but I I, I really enjoy the goofy like British tone of the game. Like the dialogue is 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 very humorous to me. I enjoy that stuff. But no, I'm liking it so far. Um, it's nice to have a story-driven single-player game, and it makes me really excited because this is this team's, I think, second game. Their first was Contrast. Um, oh, I forgot that was them. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really excited now that they are part of Microsoft Studios, you know, and they have the money. I want to see what they come up with with a huge budget and, you know, like kind of the resources behind it now. So I'm really excited to see their next game because I enjoyed Contrast. It had some issues and I'm enjoying this. And again, I feel like it has some issues, but I'm excited to see where they go next. Ryan, did you ever get your list of stuff? Because I'm done. I did. So um, it comes with the digital edition, digital deluxe edition comes with a... Uh, New Japan PlayStation 4 theme, a Fire Pro Wrestling World PlayStation 4 theme, and then the, CL- the Season Pass, which is three DLCs. The first one is Fire Promoter, which is, like I said, the one where you where you run your own uh, pro wrestling promotion. Um, the second one is the 2017 New Japan Pro Wrestling Junior Heavyweight Championship Fighting Road, which also adds more officially licensed New Japan wrestlers. And then an additional scenario that's TBA. Okay, so it's basically like new gameplay modes. Yep. Gotcha. All right. Well, let's talk about what's coming out this week. We we are in the thick of it. Uh, Madden kicked it off. Madden was out, which I did play a little bit of that, uh, but not a lot to talk about. The I need, Harbinger of Doom. Yeah, I need to play the story mode in that so I can write up my review. But yeah, Madden kicks off the, the fall rush. Uh, this week we have Arizona Sunshine Dead Man. That's a VR game, I believe. Yep. Uh, Death's Gambit, which I've heard is a very 
Metro- Dark Souls. It's another like Metroidvania. It was in that article about Metroidvania games. So I it reminds kinda... me of uh, Salt and Sanctuary to some extent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Salt and Sanctuary. That was a good game, but again, it's a Souls game, so I couldn't really get into it. Uh, watch did... the... Everybody should watch the speed run of that, where the guy clips through the world, and yeah, it's an impressive speed run. Uh, Detective Gallo. Uh, give me a second. I kind of uh, want to know what that is. You're going to really want to know what this next game is. Am I, though? You dog, say that. Dog Gone Golfing. Three words. Dog Gone Golfing. Um, yeah, it was okay not knowing that. It looks like a, is, looks is like it about a, a dog that's gone golfing. I hope yeah, so. A bunch of dogs that have gone golfing. So it's kind of like the um, poker painting, except they're playing like, golf. Kind of looks like uh, I don't want to say Angry Birds because, but the way the physics works and the way this it like looks like worms or, or Angry Birds, the way that you shoot the shots over. <laughs> okay. Um, what was it? Detective Detective Gallo? How do you spell that? G A L L O. I'm hoping you're asking me how you spell Gallo and not Detective. Yeah, yeah. Point Quick Adventure starring a chicken. All right. All right. Cool. Uh, we also have Domino Craft VR. Uh, Gunscorn Cannoli 2 is hitting uh, PS4 this week. It was out on Switch last week, I believe. What are those games? Uh, they are like Metal Slug with mobsters is the best way to okay. describe those. They're, they're pretty good. I might have to look into that. Uh, Phantom Doctrine, which we talked about. Uh, Space, Hawk. Look at that game. <clears throat> Space Hawk Ascension. It's another Warhammer game, right? Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay, because there's two Warhammer games this week. I'm just letting you know. Oh, wow. Uh, Super Knight Riders is coming to PS4. That's a cool game. It's kind of like OutRun, polygonal OutRun. Uh, Terratech, uh, which I think came out on Xbox One last week. Uh, the Walking Dead, the final season, episode one. Vroom Kaboom. Uh, Wailing Heights is out this week. Warhammer 40k Death Watch. <laughs> uh, that game is actually, if it's the same as the iOS Death Watch, it's actually a really good um, turn-based strategy Warhammer game. Gotcha. Um, it's basically, the, uh... if you guys have played Warhammer Quest, um, or have heard of Warhammer Quest, it's basically that, only in the 40k universe instead of the regular Warhammer universe. Hmm. And it's um, Death Watch. So it's it's really it's really good on iOS. I assume it's the same game. Probably. Made by actually the same team that did Warhammer Quest. Hmm. What was the uh, Heights game that you mentioned? Wailing Heights. It's like a looks like it's a point and click. Maybe. Yeah, that's what I figured it was going to be. I, I I'm a sucker for those. It's uh, a ec- musical adventure game. Uh, Vroom Kaboom is a free to play game, so I'm curious if it'll be free to play on consoles as well. They they usually are. Uh, uh, Tower Rush with vehicles. It, it actually looks. Pretty interesting. Uh, the XCOM collection I was talking about, that's actually out this week. I thought it was later oh, this wow. month, but that's out this week. State of Mind, which looks kind of cool. I know I sent Jay the review copy of that for the PS4. Um, it looks like um, oh, almost like a flashback game in 3D, but not that horrible flashback 3D game. Looks... Um, yeah, it, it looked, kind of looks like flashback, but it looks also something like... Um... David Cage would do. Yeah, it, it looks interesting. Uh, this next game, um, Hero Defense, that's a tower defense game where you can actually upgrade the characters. Uh, this next game sounds like a 
porno or a romance novel. It's called Persian Nights: The Sands of Wonders. I have no idea what that sounds like. A porno. Uh, and then Treadnoughts. The hidden object game, everybody. Oh, okay. Uh, Treadnoughts is also out this week on everything. Uh, we have Airheart: Tales of Broken Wings. <laughs> These broken wow. wings. I was going to say, is that a Mister Mister game? <laughs> Uh, Fern's Gate, which they've been releasing these a lot lately. These are Chemco. You remember Chemco? Yes, yeah. Chemco made uh, Rescue the Embassy Mission, which yeah. is one of my favorite NES games. So these have been, like, Xbox One's been getting these. They're 16-bit style JRPGs. There was one released a few weeks ago called As Divine Hearts, and then this one is called Fern's Gate. So, Wow. Yeah, uh, drunk foo. Ultimate Kemco fan site has it up there. Yeah, yeah. drunk drunk yeah. foo. Wasted masters is a ragdoll fighting game. <laughs> wow. Uh, keep talking and nobody explodes is coming to Xbox One this week. I'll be interested to see how that pans out without VR. Well, I mean, it's the same way we did it on PC originally. Yeah, I know. Uh, Polygod is coming to Xbox One this week. I don't know what Polygon is. It sounds pretentious. I have no idea. Is a, oh, wow. Okay, Ken? Mm-hmm. Polygon is a roguelike, <laughs> fucking I'm randomly out. generated single multiplayer FPS with a brutal, a brutal difficulty curve. I thought you were going to say it's got a bootical. Uh, well, I mean, if you... it's I actually... I can't remember who I saw mention this game uh, on Twitter. But uh, yeah, it's a, kind of a fast-paced shooter. Okay. Very polygonal. Uh, the Switch is probably the smallest list I've seen for the Switch indie games. Uh, we've got 2064 Read Only Memories, which I know a lot of people talk about that game. I've never played it. Uh, Cosmic Star Heroin is finally hitting Switch this week. Tennis World Tour. I was waiting. Is Drew going to perk up for that one? Is that is that the same tennis is game? That the, is that the same one? I thought it was. It sounds like the same one, but it's already out on everything. It's not out on Switch. Oh. Yeah, this well, is Switch. So Anybody out there who has a Switch, do not buy that game. <laughs> <laughs> In uh, a world where you have Mario Tennis, and from the sounds of it, this one is a little bit harder to play and master, why would you buy a game that's not Mario Tennis? The Coma Recut. That's that Korean horror game, I think, right? Yes, it is. Uh, out of the box, uh, Penguin Wars, because we all know penguins are always that at war. That freaking game won't come out for the PS4. That's <laughs> where, like, I want that game. It's a, it's a dodgeball game, sort of, and the whole idea is that at the end of the round, whoever has the more... All right, I'm going to prepare myself. The more balls on their side... Ken, would you like to laugh at that? That's too easy. All right, well, I don't know. Um, <laughs> the... It, there was an old uh, camera, uh, Penguin Cun Wars, I think is it's called on what, the what, NES. What, what, you, penguin... what, what did you say? <laughs> was penguin Cun? That's what it's called. It's uh, a, a Famicom game. Uh, <laughs> I think it's okay, probably Coon. That that's not matter? any better, right? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Anyways. Um, and then there was Penguin Wars on the Game Boy. Um, oh, shit. So this is the new version of it, and it's been said to come out for months now. And every time I go to 
get it, it's not available. So. Well, you could get it on the Switch if you had a Switch. Well, yeah, I was going to say, I don't have one. You so should go buy a Switch. I'm not doing it for that one game. Oh, there's plenty of games to buy So it'd be that and Mario, and that's all I'd oh, need no. a Switch to play? Oh, no. There's a lot of stuff on Switch. Switch is a great system. Uh, Castle Storm is coming to the Switch this week. Uh, Johnny Turbo's Arcade Nitro Ball. Yeah, there's there's another one that I need to pick up a Switch for, right? I don't know. Is Nitro Ball any good? I don't know. Uh, manual, manual Samuel... Uh, pick a pick deluxe large puzzles eight mixed puzzles eight and small puzzles eight are all coming to the switch this week. As is Red's Kingdom and Roboto, and then a few other games we've already mentioned, including Detective Gallo, Polygon, and Treadnoughts. Uh, PC, PC, PC. Here we go. It's PC time. It's Dead Cells time for Drew. God bless it. Rocket right. son. Uh, we've got Fitzel, Vicious Alligators. Fitzel. Hold on. Now apparently I have to stop playing a comic class for a minute. Fitzel, F-I-T-Z-Z-L-E. Fitzel, the Vicious Alligator, or just Vicious Alligators. We've also got... (laughs) We've got Cat Doesn't Like Banana. Say what? That's that's what it's called. Uh. We've cat got, doesn't like banana. Cat doesn't that is like indeed banana. the name of a game. What? We've Man, been... Steam is really a dump and ground of shit. <laughs> it is. We've also got the Hentai Dojo. Cause... Oh, I'm not looking no. that one up. Oh, God. Um, hey, Cat doesn't like banana. You know, we, we this is always a funny conversation, but there is really a big PC game coming out this week. World of Warcraft Battle for Azeroth. <laughs> oh, yeah. So... That's kind of a big deal. Um, anime girl or boy? Question mark. That's about accurate of how I feel about most anime nowadays. So, um, what else we got? Uh, Boone's Farm. That's always a funny name to me. Kitten and Food Adventure Park. It's always that. Uh, ducks and goobers. <laughs> okay. Is that a game about ducks and peanuts? <laughs> Chocolate cover peanuts. Lucy got problems. Hell. No. Uh, there's also Hentai Girl. Lots of hentai games on the Steam. Uh, Vanilla Referee's Garden. I mean. <coughs> what? I, I don't mind over mushrooms. These are all. These are all. Um... Uh, visual novels, it seems. Oh, wow, Vanilla Referee's Garden. English language not supported. Oh, okay, well, I don't need to know about it then. Alright, that's 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 about all I got for that this week. Let's talk about news. News, there's a lot of trailers this week. Did you see that Red Dead one? No, I was too busy watching uh, the Doom one for the 40th time. Okay, well, fuck Definitely it. watch the Red Dead The one. Red Dead trailer is... Like, it's got I'm the lady doing the here's how the game yeah. works over. And it's like the Witcher 3 yep. trailer. Yeah. Well, GTA did that, too, if you remember yep. from GTA, GTA Online. GTA 5 did that. Yeah. Yep. But, uh, goddamn, God of War, I, I almost want to say I'm sorry, but you're probably not going to be my game of the year after October 26th. <laughs> yeah, man, it's uh, that game looks 
unreal. Yeah. It looks unreal. Um, and especially, you know, for somebody like me that's a huge rock star fan, um, man, it's just ridiculous how good it looks. Yeah. I, I cannot wait to see that game running on my Xbox One X. It's just, that trailer, and you know, I'm watching it compressed on YouTube on a 1080p monitor. Sure. And I'm like, God damn, that looks good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Super Smash Brothers had a direct this week. We had some new characters announced. Um, King K. Rule, who is the villain from Donkey Kong Country. Uh, they also added uh, Richter and Simon Belmont from Castlevania. Yeah. Rest in peace, Konami. Konami's got a lot of stuff in this game. Yeah. <laughs> I like the uh, the King K. Rule reveal. That was a great... He that sums up Luigi, best animation. Right? Didn't he murder no, Luigi? No. What? King Who? K. Rule, um, that trailer starts off with Donkey Kong, and they get scared, and then it's King DDD laughing at them, and then King K. Rule, <laughs> I may murder King DDD. Yeah, pretty much a lot of people getting murdered. I was going to say, this is a weird... Like, when you use King DDD, King K. Rule, I feel like we're just... I feel like we're just making shit up. Well, I mean, you you if they give them if they give them the um the alternate costumes, they should. There should be the Captain K rule and then the King King Crusher K rule, which is the boxing uniform that he had from Donkey Kong 64. But um yeah, Luigi I, died. So poor one out for Luigi. I wish I would. I wish I would get excited about Smash Brothers. Yeah, that's how I feel. Cause like that roster, like is like a fucking dream. I just have zero interest in playing that game. <laughs> uh, Blizzard has confirmed that there are multiple Diablo projects in the works, which we're assuming one is Diablo Four, obviously. 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 Um, but I, you know, it almost seems like a crime that Diablo Three is not on the Switch. Honestly, I'd rather them spend their time and just put Diablo Four on everything. Well, just... I'm ass- I'm assuming that it, you know, them putting Diablo Three on the Switch would not change the fact that Diablo Four is coming and will probably be out in 2020. Well, yeah, I just I don't know. It just seems I don't like know a... how much, I don't know how resource intensive it is to take Diablo Three and port it to the Switch. Uh, it seems like something you would like farm out to, like Panic Button, for example, who does lots of Switch ports. Well, they just they, sure. they're going to be busy doing uh, another game. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Doom Eternal was shown. That's where it is. <laughs> um, fuck, that game might be the best game of 2019. Holy shit! Well, it doesn't have a release date, does it? Yeah, 2019. They said that. Oh, they said 2019. Okay. Yeah, it'll be out they in 2019. Uh, motherfucker got a grappling hook now and a sword. And the gun changes. Yeah. The gun, the, the changes firing by removing the front of the gun. Ooh. But he still has a shotgun. The only, the only thing that kind of made me go, eh, with the trailer was the weird, like, the, the forced humor when the first game was so perfect with their sense of humor. Yeah, there will be no snap map in Doom Eternal. Did, I don't. I don't think that got enough use in the first one. To... Uh, the DLC will be campaign focused, which is cool. oh, thank God. 
the PvP mode will be more classic Doom as opposed to kind of the Quake version that we got Just... for... Uh, the game is coming to PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. And it has a Dark Souls Invasion style single Game player. Play. Yeah. Which I'm assuming you can it turn awesome enough. You can turn that off, I'm assuming, because I don't fucking want some guy coming into my game and wrecking me when I'm wrecking demons. This is my wrecking ground, okay? Stay the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. And oh. and let's be honest, the most important thing was confirmed just in the trailer if you listen to it. Mick Gordon's, Mick, Mick back Gordon's doing soundtrack. soundtrack. Absolutely. He tweeted about it, so. God damn, the man. The, listen to his Prey soundtrack and listen to his Doom soundtrack. That man can do basically whatever he There's a lot basically. of Fortnite news, as there is every week, but I actually have one I'm going to talk about. Uh, Fortnite is coming to Android. It's it, not already? It's not. No, it's not. It's not going to use the Google Play Store. They're bypassing oh, that right. entirely, and. Exclusivity is not just for consoles anymore, because Samsung phones and devices will be the first to get Fortnite for three days. I'm wondering if they're doing it through the Samsung. No, uh, it's three days early. It's only three days early. Well, no, I mean, like, so Samsung, so if you have a Samsung phone, uh, they have their own app store? Nope, it's a straight APK. Oh, okay. So you just download it and put it on your phone. Yeah. So that's kind of huge, because circumventing the Google Play Store, because Epic did not want to pay the 30% to the Google Play Store. I don't blame them. Um, Black Ops 4 beta going on right now. Uh, Anybody play that? I did not even... No, I have no interest in this Black Ops game. I only play the campaigns. Yeah, I I really really don't care about that game. Uh, It's disappointing, because Black Ops is one of the better... Call of Duty franchise is not to shit on the other one. But. Yeah, no, I enjoyed Black Ops 1 and 2. They were great. Black Ops 3, not so much. It's weird, but you know what? I appreciate them trying something different. Uh, Let It Die is coming to PC. Do you oh, remember yeah, that? that was only, uh, yeah, that's the um, Suda51 uh, Dark Souls online money grab. Yep. Uh, Super Smash Bros. Uh, Ultimate Limited Edition will pack in a GameCube controller and a GameCube um, adapter for the Switch. So there's that. I think that's only confirmed for Europe right now. I don't think that's... The, honestly, most of Nintendo's uh, big boxes only come out in Europe anyways. The um, God, well, There's a couple Wii U titles that only got a physical release in Europe as well. Ubisoft has quietly canceled Steep for the Nintendo Switch. And people were clamoring for that, I'm sure. Uh, give me a second, because I got, if you can believe it, details for Nintendo's online service. It's coming in the second half of September. Uh, it will give you online play access to games like Splatoon 2, ARMS, and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Basically, what that what the statement means is that they're going to take away your ability to play these games online unless you pay them. Correct. Uh, they are also introducing their Nintendo Entertainment System Nintendo Switch Online, which is a selection of classic NES games like Super Mario Bros. 3, The Legend of Zelda, and Dr. Mario with newly added online play. 
Also, the third bullet point for this, two of these bullet points feel like they should just be part of the system, but, you know, whatever. Save data cloud backup, which lets you save your game data online for easy access and compatible games. Notice they said incompatible games. So maybe not every game supports cloud saves? Maybe uh, not. The exact launch date will be announced closer to launch. Thanks for that. Um, my favorite paragraph in this press release is, please note that Nintendo Switch owners won't automatically become members when the service starts, so they will need to purchase an individual or family membership in order to avoid disruption of their online play in compatible games. That's like the weirdest decision ever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even Sony didn't do that. Yeah, PS4 launched with pay online. Yeah. And they and they gave you something to make up for it. Yeah. It's this is Nintendo's online is weird. The only thing that keeps it from being like a complete no is the fact that it's only twenty bucks a year, and that might be worth it just for the classic games. Yeah. Which they would have charged you five bucks a piece for anyways. Yeah. So you get ten of them? There, no, there's no twenty. They haven't. They said there's going to be twenty at launch, but they haven't said if they're going to give more or less over time. And you, th- those aren't. You keep them. Those are. You just get to play them. You get the license for them while you have the service. I guess it's kind of works like PlayStation Plus. Have they said they were going to remove games? They have not confirmed or denied that. Okay. Uh, Persona dancing games coming to the U.S. this year. Persona oh, Three, confirmed. yeah. Persona Three, Dancing in Moonlight, and Persona Five, Dancing in Starlight. Dancing something. Well, Persona Four was dancing all night. That's so it doesn't matter if the stars were shining. Fuck the stars. <laughs> that should be an album title. Torchlight Frontiers was announced for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Releasing next year. I want to know what that game is. <laughs> I knew you would chime in on this one. I'm I don't... a huge fan of Torchlight, and if it's not Torchlight Three, then I don't want to play it. Yeah, I don't know what it is. The press release read like it was a dungeon crawler, but it didn't give details, so I don't know. They showed a picture, and it showed like two factioning teams fighting against each other, which makes me think it's some type of an arena-based game. Didn't... Torchlight, the, the original one... The, the original Torchlight was a Diablo clone, and then, like, weren't they talking about making it kind of MMO-ish with the second were, one? And then they did They didn't. were making Torchlight 1 to generate set of money to make a Torchlight MMO. Their goal to begin with was Torchlight MMO. Maybe they finally made Torchlight MMO. I don't... But not the original team, because yeah. they let them all go. Yeah, they all got fired after Hob, right? Which is like kind of a reason enough, as far as I'm concerned, to not support this new Torchlight, because it's kind of a shitty move. But I'll give it a shot. Who is making it? I don't know. It's not Runic. Well, I mean, it might be Runic in name. Yeah. Because I think, was it Nexon that owns them? So, one perfect of them? World. Oh, Perfect World, that's right. Um... I think they still own the runic name. So, this is the weirdest headline I think I've read. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey probably won't have a battle royale mode. <laughs> like, okay. 
What? <laughs> what? Okay. Well, they'd have to add in... Keeping their options open. <laughs> has, multiplayer, has multiplayer been in the last couple of Assassin's Creed anyways? No. Yeah, no. then I can't see them doing that. Unless um, their multiplayer was really good, and if they were to change it, that would suck. Here's an interesting tidbit that came out this week. Do you know Captain Toad Treasure Tracker started as a Zelda game? What? Yeah. The director, Shinya Hiratake says the idea of exploring small diorama spaces was originally envisioned with Nintendo's other marquee mascot. It's interesting. But then, but then they're like, no, no, no. This team's not getting <laughs> getting Zelda. Here, take Toad. Yeah, that's kind of that's like the ultimate downgrade, right? Like you don't get you don't get Link, you get fucking Captain Toad. Well, imagine if they did if they did Zelda Tingle well, they did do a Tinkle game, and they also did Zelda's crossbow training. So, so yeah. I will defend that Tinkle game. Not the second one. The second one is questionable at best. The first game is extremely hard and difficult, um, but very unique. Uh, that uh, that second Tinkle game, though, is uh, Japanese only and uh, it's creepy just, as hell. It's just like kissing your sister. I, it is literally about collecting <laughs> women. Uh, it's just... It's all you need to know. Super Smash Brothers has over 800 songs on the soundtrack. And Brawl. I thought Brawl had a lot. The game also has over 100 stages. Well, that's after they have all the forms, right? The different oh, yeah, forms. but still. It's ridiculous. And, 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 and tournament fighters will only use Final Destination. I mean, probably. I don't know anything about Smash. I don't know Smash. Final Destination is just that flat surface. Yeah. No items. It's very boring. Three new games made it to Xbox One backward compatibility this week. Prince of Persia, Cinemora, and Earth Defense Force 2025. That's a good Earth Defense Force game. Windjammers. Remember that game? That game is coming to the Nintendo Switch in a few months. Uh, that's about it for news. Are we going to talk about the... I mean, do you really want to talk about it? Dude stole not somebody's taking... review. I mean, it's... Not, ta- not really. Yeah, it's just... You didn't steal just one. I think that's the... the yeah, they found a the pattern box. in his behavior before. Like, him him getting caught kind of opened up this Pandora's box of like, oh, you've been doing this for a while. Never, 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 when you know you've, you've done it in the past, never challenge a guy who's known to dig into things, Jason Schreier, don't go, I dare him to find more, because he did. <laughs> that's yeah. Like, that's a really bad move. Like, I bet you won't catch me doing it again. <laughs> don't, uh, don't go, don't go, you know, kicking the, the hornet's nest of the press sneak fuck, okay? Don't go chasing waterfalls? Is that what that's what I was about to say. Uh, I mean, if you don't sing it, it don't count. Sounds like a motherfucker went chasing waterfalls. Motherfucker is always trying to ice skate uphill. Ice skating uphill, too. <laughs> always trying to ice skate uphill. I, I skate uh, a, a lake waterfall. That still might be the best superhero movie ever made. I'm sorry. Yeah, I agree. It's really fucking good. It's a great movie. The, the only thing that dates it is some of the later animation. Yeah, that's CGI. But the early CGI where they're disappearing and burning up looks great still. Looks really cool, yeah. The scene where he cuts him in half and the blood puts him back together. 
at the end. That, that looks <laughs> yeah, real bad. Yeah, that, yeah, that looks real bad. <laughs> that's the one that's bad. Oh, I remember yeah. back in the day, you know, when you used to find movies of not such a good, not a good place to find them. Um, I saw an early cut of the Wolverine movie, where at the end of it he fights. Spoiler alert for a fucking ten-year-old Wolverine movie. He fights um, for a bad, for a bad Wolverine movie. Yeah, he fights Deadpool, I think, or yeah, yeah, Project X or whatever. Yeah, like I watched a version where the CGI wasn't finished. (laughs) The CGI wasn't finished in the main movie. No, no, but I mean, it was there was no CGI. Oh jeez, yeah, I think I saw that cut too. Yeah, there's a a part where. Wolverine's supposed to like put his his claws on like a wall or something like that. Yeah. There's like a literal there's like a little piece of duct tape that says claws go here. Yeah, yeah. And like no. and like Ryan Reynolds yeah. has like uh, <laughs> has like cardboard like yeah. hooks in his head. Like it's bad. The the Roger Rabbit claws are still my favorite part of that movie where he's looking in the mirror and the claws come up and they look like they're straight out of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, Who Framed Roger Rabbit is fucking eternal, though. Oh, yeah. No, I'm talking about, like, the the fact that they look like they're drawn rather than 3D. How is it that a movie that came out that long ago still looks better than any attempt to do that since? Um, because Spielberg was attached. Uh, they actually moved stuff, so, it, like, when the cartoon characters are moving real objects, the real objects actually moved. They didn't fake that. And they, that were, hand they were actually animation, talking to people, yeah. And that and hand-drawn animation doesn't age nearly as bad as CG. Oh, man, CG man. is some of the... Like, watch watch the original Avengers movie. And, like, that's not that long ago, and it does not look great. It doesn't look terrible, but it doesn't look great. Man. Anyway, moving on. We're going to go to the Twitter. We don't have any emails. Sorry, no, emails. no no email from your car this week. I know Ryan is no. uh, Ryan's happy. Yeah, <laughs> I love your car, but man, his emails that, that one was uh, extra <sighs> rough. I have to go back and listen to it. I was unfortunate. Yeah, Mookie says I know it's late, but it's nice you guys are finally using Discord. Uh, I'm catching up and listening to episode five twenty three, episode five twenty four. I love this noob, Anthony. But dude, please control the audio and the volume of your laugh. And for the love of the crews, I think I'll probably buy me some of these games and report back in the future. Yeah. Yeah. No laughing. Oh, voice. <laughs> this is not a happy place. No laughing. Chandler says, I met God, Nolan North, last weekend. It's like shaking the hand of Nathan Drake. Drew triggers me when he hates on Uncharted. Drew gets no Nolan bless- blessings. Meeting the voice of characters I grew up, I grew to love over the years was impactful. I underestimated the awesome sauce. I like Nolan North. He's great. He's a terrific voice actor. I do not like that game that he is in. Uh, Matt says, what are your impressions of the Doom Eternal and Red Dead 2 trailers? We kind of covered that. Those games... I have not seen the Doom Eternal trailer. Oh, you need to see it. It's all gameplay. Yeah, the game, the gameplay. I didn't know how they'd make it better this time around. If that makes any sense. When he grapple hooks the fucking caco demon, oh my, oh my god. Yeah, what, 
like if you'd asked me like what would make doom better i'm like i don't know whoever thought grappling hook give that person a raise yeah that shit when he shoves a sword through the demon's throat oh, that game uh real shotgun beats real shogun beats sorry not shotgun <laughs> two different things <laughs> says hot damn red dead I'll tell you what, that Red, yeah. that Red Dead trailer or something, man. Yeah, I'm excited for that game. Yeah, it's not that far away either. I still need to play the first one. It's fucking two months, two months and two weeks away. Have you never played Red Dead Redemption? No, what? I what? What? Do you know how it ends? Yes. I, okay. I, 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 I was next to the person playing it, who was my father. I bought it for him. You should play that fucking game. It looks know, so good on an X. Oh. I have a, I have a standard. I have the Xbox. I bought the Xbox 360 version. Oh, it's so it good. That game is so good. Well, we may very well be starting it this month. That's the reason why I, I... Yeah, I remember you mentioning So, Yeah, I'll be, be playing with us. Probably, yeah. Okay. I have to figure out a recording schedule for you. All right. Uh, Justin Third says, I love when you guys chat about movies. You should start watching the MCU movies and chat about one per month. I would very much love this. Well, I just recently watched Infinity War. Did you? Well, I still haven't watched any of them since the second Iron Man movie, so. Oh my god! <laughs> or actually, the first Thor movie was the last one I watched, so. Holy shit. Holy crap, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you got about 30 movies. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I'm, I'm the last one I watched was Ant-Man. God, I, what's what cracks me up about this is like I'm not the Marvel guy. I'm not either, and I have watched all of them except for. No, I've, I'm caught up because the last one was Infinity. No, Ant Man. I no, haven't seen the Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. That's the only one I haven't seen. I mean, it's still in theaters, so. Yeah, uh, Infinity War's out on Tuesday. I'm going to pick that up. Yeah, I I have very little interest in. Superhero movies, it just it got too much, and like now the Marvel one. As much as I know, people like to say like, "What is what is DC doing by like introducing a, a different Joker and everything?" I'm really looking forward to it because I can just jump into that movie without having to watch like 40 other movies to know where we are in the storyline and stuff. Like, that's a bit much. It's really impressive to me that they have done it for this long and been as consistent this long. Uh, For sure. And, and truthfully, there's only one Marvel movie that I just cannot stand to watch, and that's Doctor Strange. I thought that movie was just a bore. You mean Iron really? Man, Iron yeah. Man the reboot, where he has magic powers instead of a suit? I, just, I actually liked Doctor Strange. I, the one I can't stand is Incredible Hulk. Well, I don't I even mean, know that I count that technical. one. <laughs> I kinda, that's technical. That's a horrible movie. Yeah, Which Incredible Hulk, though? The one that's yeah, part of MCU. Norton. It's the Incredible oh, yeah, that Hulk. Does, the other one's just That Hulk. doesn't count. But it is part it's, of the MCU. It's part of it. It is. Yeah, but they've already changed Hulks. Yeah, I know. But well, they changed the War Machines too. Yeah, I was just about to say. I know. Yeah, but War Machine's not a main character. Well, let's 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 be happy they changed Hulk. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm really impressed with what Marvel's done, and now you know, Phase Four going to be the X Men, right? Did they get the? They got they it. Get, they bought they got it. all of it. Yeah. Okay. I think the only thing they don't have now is Spider-Man officially, and 
What's the other one that's on some weird? Isn't Submariner on the weird one? Well, no, isn't he part of Fantastic Four's? Fantastic Four was Fox, so they do get that yeah. back. And Doctor Doom and Silver Surfer, thank God. And I would Deadpool. Like a Silver Surfer movie. Deadpool was Fox. There, I'm worried about Deadpool. Yeah, because Disney doesn't want an R-rated movie, right? That'd be cra- but you I know yeah. that you can't. Um, also, after Logan, fuck, I'm sorry, but Logan was really goddamn good. Oh, Hugh Jackman's already said he's not going to play Wolverine again. Yeah, then you shouldn't bring Wolverine back. <laughs> well, my thing is, but but if well, no, they sh- if they bring back someone who's going to play the uh, Hugh Jackman Wolverine. No, but if they brought someone in that was, you know, the short, ugly Wolverine that used to be the character, the fine. One, that's, one that's got bad posture. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the one that's got bad posture says Bub a lot. What's yeah, that Bub? If they brought, if they brought someone I would fucking, I would fucking love a movie where there's some dude with bad posture humped around just yelling Bub. You know, yeah, that's they the bring thing. Someone is in like... with an actual, they bring in a real Cyclops. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, that's the thing about... Uh, so I'm a Marvel guy, but when people complain about them changing things around from the comics, it's like, do you really want someone that looks like the Wolverine from the comics to play Wolverine? No. He's like well, five foot four <laughs> in the comics. But he's wider saying, like... than he is tall. <laughs> what are you saying? And you know he's like play a good the one? most hairy human being that's ever lived. The guy, the guy who was the one of the villains in Black Panther, that guy that played Gollum in Lord of the Rings, Andy Circus. Uh, Andy Circus. He, he could pull Andy Circus is too tall to play Wolverine. If they but I'd be okay. Him what I'm saying is, is I'd be okay with if they were to bring back Wolverine, if they brought back as that Wolverine rather than you know. Not I don't know. Hugh Jackman's taller, better looking. Wolverine. There, there are just certain castings that like are iconic. Like Professor X is goddamn peace too. Oh yeah, no, that that one you're screwed. Yeah, yeah, and like Hugh Jackman is goddamn Wolverine. I'm, I'm sorry, yeah. but he just is. He is. It's and like well, also I, the the um the Wolverine got Wolverine was only ugly for like a very small run. He was always short and all that, but he was. I think I think wasn't like some monster. (laughs) Uh, Like I think Hugh Jackman's six three, something like that. He's tall. He's Wolverine. He's not that tall, is he? I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure he's taller than me. Let's ask Google, shall we? Please do, Captain Google. Captain Google. How tall is Hugh Jackman? Hugh Jackman is six feet two inches tall. Six two. So my height. Okay. He's a big dude. Like, yeah. if if anybody's watched the movie, and I don't recommend it necessarily, but if anybody's watched the movie Chappie, he's not, like, he is a tall dude. It shows in that movie. He's so, taller so, than most of the cast. So find me someone that's like five foot four. Danny DeVito. I can ripped to death and hairy as can be. They can play Wolverine exactly as he is in the comic books. I'm not saying I want, and I, I'm not saying I want that. I'm just saying that's how you, if you're going to do it again, that's how you'd have to do it. Otherwise, the person's going to be scrutinized for not being Hugh Jackman. Hey, hey, what happens to a toad when he gets struck by lightning? <laughs> 
<laughs> you laugh at that, but David David Hayter helped write that movie. I know he did. That doesn't. Yeah, no. Yeah. It doesn't make it any better. No, that's true. Oh. You seen Guyver two? Yeah, Guyver two is pretty bad. Guyver one wasn't any better. I mean, no. let's. I be... like the Scottish version of that much better. Let's be frank. David Hayter is. <laughs> oh, you idiot. <laughs> David Hayter was a perfect combination with Kojima because he's overrated, much like Kojima is. Oh, Oh, listen to you. (laughs) Throwing down the gauntlet here. Just saying. I'm just saying. I concur. I concur. He's fucking. He is Snake's voice. I get it. But that's kind of it. He was only hired because he was cheap, folks. Spoiler. (sighs) Anyway, Justin also says Doom looks hella good. Does. Uh, he says, also, I gotta say why I love Shinmu. I love watching terrible movies that are so bad they're funny. <laughs> the voice acting is amazing in English. This is why I absolutely love this franchise. If they fix, quote, the voiceover for the third installment, I will not be very interested. You need to play Gene Rain then. Uh, Nobody needs to play Gene Rain. No, no one needs to. I'd like my time back from the 30 minutes I put into it. Doing anything. Literally anything. Rubbing sandpaper against my face. I thought you were going to say your balls, but... You know, I mean, that... Whatever. I don't need my <laughs> Probably face. Probably still need better. <laughs> yeah, I don't need... Drew's married. He's like, I don't need my face anymore. I just need my balls. God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Whew, Jeremy wants to know, what's up? What's y'all's favorite Metroidvania style game? Also starting a hashtag, hashtag bring back the con. What's yeah, good luck. Yeah, good luck with that. Sorry. I mean, uh, Metroidvania game. Can we can we say not any of the Castlevania? No, because Symphony of the Night can... is the correct answer. Uh, I really Super like Metroid. Symphony, I really like Symphony of the Night, but I'm going to be honest with you. I think um, the Portrait of Ruin. Castlevania Portrait of Ruin is my favorite. I just can't. I think the Aria of Sorrow and Dawn of Sorrow because I just consider them kind of one game are the best. With the uh, fact that you unlock souls and they give you powers and it's probably not the best, but Super Castlevania is probably my favorite. It's not really I. And, and we said, though. can you say not Castlevania? And all four fucking answers were Castlevania. Well, I mean, you said, <laughs> oh. you said, I said that. And I, like, I know. Well, I was just, I was laughing at the fact that you said you wanted to exclude Castlevania because Castlevania is going to be the answer for everybody. <laughs> oh, okay. It's, it's, I'm sorry. I'm no, 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 no. No, you. Yeah, I thought we were talking about something different. No, it's it's fine. It's just funny to me because Castlevania is so goddamn good. Well, I mean. If you want stuff that's not that though, Iconoclast, Monster Tail, um, fucking Guacamelee, son. Guacamelee. Yeah, Guacamelee. Yeah. It's not the best in the world, but I still have a uh, still have a little bit for uh, Shadow Complex. Yeah. Shadow Complex was a fun game. It had a lot of bugs in it. Yeah, they're still fun. Shantae games. games are good. Yeah, they're good. Um, Tomba is an alright game. (laughs) Are you fucking yanking out Tomba? Hey, it's a there. It's a next thing you're gonna tell me about Jersey Devil. I have I've never played Jersey Devil, so I can't speak to it. Jersey Devil's not too bad. 
I mean, for a PS1 platformer that was riffing on everything else, I suppose it was alright. Uh, the Mega Man... Uh, so, Mega Man Zero gets a lot of attention, but the sequels to Zero didn't really... The Mega Man ZX and ZX Advent are Metroidvanias that play, like, uh, Mega Man Zero, so... I don't know. It's just hard for me to get past the king, the game that everything is compared to. I so I I had played Symphony of Night multiple times and finished it last year. Finally, it was just like okay, I gotta just sit down and get like there was always like a part where I'd stop and then just not go back to it. So I finished it and then finished it as Richter, um, which is a very short run. Um, I don't know. I feel like all the other, like the, some of the Castlevania games after, specifically uh, Portrait of Ruin, Dawn of Sorrow, um, just improved on a lot of that stuff. It's just the uh, voice acting is iconic and <laughs> so good. Uh, Dustin says, "So is the new Battletoad game going to be any good? If it's based off the NES, I'd say no. But if it's based off the arcade games, I'm all in." I. I don't know shit about that game, but I'll tell you what, I will play the fuck out of it, and if it sucks, it sucks. If it don't, awesome. But it's fucking Battletoads, man. I'm going to give them a bad for that that game. It's it's Microsoft, so I don't know who they're hiring to do it, but... Maybe have Rare do a Battletoads? No, it's not Rare, I think. I don't think it is Rare. I mean, Rare hasn't touched any of their stuff since... Fuck... Which is weird to say, yeah, it's weird to say, but they haven't... They didn't even even do Killer Instinct. No, Mm -hmm. Killer Instinct was done by two different developers. I mean, it was good. Why was that again? I do not know. Was it not good on release that Killer Instinct had two people? Well, Killer Instinct started... Yeah, it started with... uh, Oh, okay. Fuck, what's the name of the... They got by... Iron Galaxy. Iron Galaxy was... Double Helix did it, and then Double Helix got bought by Amazon... And then Microsoft brought in Iron Galaxy to do seasons oh, okay. two and three. Now it makes sense. I just wasn't sure. What the heck's Double Helix doing now? Shit, I don't know. Amazon shit just seems to be all over the place. Well, Amazon was—they were making, weren't they? The ones making that esports game that was like basketball thing. Probably, then, but Amazon canceled. Yeah, Amazon's game development kind of dried up. They even have their own engine. Yeah, which. Is that the one that um, God uh, Star Citizen went to, or yes. is going to? No, go to? they went to CryEngine. I don't know. That game's a mess. It's never coming out. Yeah, I was I about to say Star Citizen. Man, that's a something I hadn't heard in a long time. They're still making it. <laughs> Supposedly, They're still rolling in your money. That's like a hundred million dollars now. For nothing. I mean, legitimately nothing. Really, some <laughs> demos that are half finished and a bunch of ships. Great. Uh, Dustin says, since you guys are affiliated with Iconoclasts, where's the giveaways? You should give the code to a fan rather than John, who probably won't even play it. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong! That's true. I don't know, I might have a code. If I if I have a code that is still good for PS4, maybe I'll do a Twitter giveaway. Because I think I still have a code for the PS4 mm. version. Uh, remember, Dustin says, remember when Gambus would read some of his novel on the air? Did yeah. he did he ever finish it? Could he email you chapters to read since he's lame and won't come on the show anymore, even when he's requested by fans? Man, I don't, I don't know if, I don't know that he ever finished it. Yeah, I don't think he finished Mrs. Bloom. 
I remember the name of it. Oh my god, I did not remember shit about it. I remember that, and they did one about vampires too. Lesbian vampires? I remember the lesbian. lesbian. I, I think it was Les- lesbian vampires. I remember that one. I don't remember Mrs. Bloom, but I do remember him reading it on the show. You can ask Matt because he did part of a podcast with Matt for Nino Rimo. Oh. No, um, I, I'd almost guarantee Jason has never. Jason doesn't finish video games or novels, okay? So, there you go. Hmm. Um, Dustin says, when you were working outside in 100 plus degree weather and you're chugging water all day, sometimes an ice cold iced tea hits the spot. Just write nothing more refreshing. Uh, Put a little bit of peach schnapps into that and you're right on. You should never drink alcohol when you're working outside in 100 degree weather. Hell no, man. That's a way to pass out fast. Fucking die, man. Ooh, well, when, like, so first of all, when you're saying 100 degrees, I'm not like, I can't transfer that in my mind to human temperatures. Human temperatures? Yeah, because you're the human. only country. You're the only country <laughs> in the world that measures in Fahrenheit. So. I am human. All right, 100 degrees. Okay, here you go. 100, 100 degrees Fahrenheit is 37.7778 Celsius. Yeah, that's fucking hot. Ugh. Yeah. No, I've I've been outside working on the yard in 100 degree weather. It sucks. I used to yeah. work. I used to I used to have to lift ba- like 50 kilogram bags of salt in that. Yeah, those kilograms. <laughs> I don't know how many. Uh, I think you could do the, the Google is great I for this. Right? Yeah, I'm also playing Icon right now. So 50 kilograms is 110 pounds. pounds. 110 pounds. Dude, that's like that's ten that's ten pounds less than you weigh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you like it's a fucking muscle. are you fucking five foot four and ripped with hair all over <laughs> your body? Over here. <laughs> Let's go, Bub. Let's go, Bub. We're gonna carry this out, Bub. Bub 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 bub. Anyway. Dustin says, what's the most convoluted Final Fantasy game? I think 15 was easier to follow than 7, but doesn't compare to the overall trilogy of 13. No, uh, 7's easy to follow. It's 7 with all the extra bullshit that they've added over the years that's hard to follow. Final Fantasy 13 was pretty confusing because they just made up words. <laughs> Dirge of Cerberus. They were... Um, Dirge of Cerberus. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like the Lassie and, you know, they had places like Cocoon. Come on. Are we really going to argue if any of the past Final Fantasies didn't make up fucking words? There's a goddamn Jigglypuff in it named Kite Sith. Kate Sith. What the fuck ever? It's not a word. I'm pretty sure sure it's Scottish or something like that, too. Jesus Christ. Um, Bitch's name is I think the hardest one to follow (laughs) is 8. And I'll say... The reason why is that, like... Just dead. Ha- yeah, exactly. Squall's dead. Yeah. That's if you look up it, that theory, that game makes a lot more sense. That Eight, game no. makes a ton more sense if you, if you read it's the... the only fan theory that I will be like... where, where uh, only fan theory where someone has died that it, I'm like, okay, this actually makes way more sense than the game itself. Yeah. Final Fantasy VIII is just a fucking fantasy version of 90210. That's all that fucking game is. Hmm. That's a shitty game. Fucking gun blades. Well, I'll tell you one thing. 
a game that has Final Fantasy characters in it that you can't follow is a game called Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> because I've played every Kingdom Hearts game. Sometimes multiple times. And I still couldn't tell you oh. what happens in those games. I truthfully think that fucking Squaresoft thinks like they're trying to be Hideo Kojima by just making up shit and weird random words. But the difference is, is Kojima actually does research. Mm-hmm. So... Final Fantasy that, is like, I don't know, fucking Kite Sith. He looks like Jigglypuff. He's a fucking whatever. He's a Moogle that we've killed and overstuffed. Yeah, and he the ate, cat rides on top of him. That's he, a pretty it, dark You do character. realize that the, that the cat is, is the character. He just yes. rides the, the magic animal. Fucking. Yeah, the magically... Okay, so the fact that you just corrected me on that... <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying that, you know, he just rides on that thing... I don't care what he does. It's stupid, and it doesn't make none of the Final Fantasy games make any sense. Uh, the first one's pretty basic. Yeah, that's before they got stupid. Yeah, okay, fair. One through six, six are before they got stupid. Six starts to be on the verge of what the fuck is going on. Seven, seven is stupid. Semi, it's... Sem, 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 seven semi retelling of like parts of six, and then uh, I love seven, eight. but it's stupid. Eight is Squall's dead. Nine is a try to throw back to the original. Don't they have fucking know tails? You know what? Ten. Ten. Ten dude, two. Fucking that's a dude, weird. Fathers fucking dead. Whatever. I don't fucking They're know. not real, but they're real? Sure. I don't know. None of that shit makes sense. It's all But yeah, no, Kingdom Hearts is hands down the the, the most convoluted thing out there. Like I can just I, it's hard. To, it's really hard to follow. Yeah, and people that say like it's simple, you just have to play the games. That's bullshit. That's a lie. That's that's, that's, a, that's big, a lie. That's a big fucking lie. And at the end of at the end of that series, if it's actually Kingdom Hearts three, it still won't make any goddamn sense. That won't be the end of There's it. There's no way they're tying up all the loose ends in this series. No way. Because every time they've introduced a new game, there has to be some new sect of people that are doing something behind the scenes. So there's like four different groups and different enemies and all. Just terrible. Uh, Dustin says, Doom looks awesome. Can't wait to play that game. Not a fan of Rockstar, but I kind of want to play Red Dead after that trailer. Uh, And Smash Brothers looks so freaking epic. How can anyone hate on this game? You have all your favorite characters fighting it out, and they finally added Simon Belmont. I don't. I don't like hate on the game. Yeah, it's, me neither. I just don't think it's any fun. I think the fighting, like so many people, want to call that a fighting game, and I get it's it. It's characters versus each other, whatever. But I love fighting games, and that's like one of the few that I just cannot get into. I just do not like the whole. And I get why they do it. You know, having to turn around and all that. It just feels clunky. It just does not feel smooth to me. I don't know what it is. I just I've, that's a game I like playing with friends. It's one of those I don't like. I, so that's the reason why I think Brawl is one of my favorites. Is they had that full campaign where you it was like a platformer where you played as all these characters. Um, and I liked Malay for the same reason. But, what? Um, oh my! What'd you call it? Malay. Malay. Sure, whatever. <laughs> Must be that French Canadian. Yeah, sure, let's go with that. What's a Malay? like a kilogram it says. <laughs> isn't that one of the things that you get in hawaii oh shit that's a lay don't, t- don't touch my don't touch 
Malay. Don't touch Malay. Right. I'm charging Malaysis. That's how Neckbeard says Malay. <laughs> Malay. It's manga, Drew. It's anime. Malay. Um, but yeah, they, they had a extensive single player. You know, um, I don't know if they're gonna have that in this. So it only is fun when I have friends to play it with, and it's not really fun o- online. I never enjoyed the online stuff. So. I haven't played one since Malay. <laughs> Great. Great. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't have, so glad I didn't have a drink in my mouth. I spit that all over my computer. <laughs> Holy shit. That was fucking uh, funny. No, nah, I haven't played a Smash Brothers in years. And we bought our son the one for the Wii U. Yeah, the Wii U. Well, and... Like he played it for like ten minutes and it was done. Oh no, that wasn't Three. Brawl. Brawl was the Wii version. Yeah, yeah. it's just called Wii. It's just called Wii U yeah, it's Smash Brothers. Four Wii U yeah. or th- four 3DS. Yeah, gotcha. Um, Dustin says, "What's the worst game you played through to completion?" I'd have to say Aiden Chronicles for the N64. Oh I my! I didn't have a PS1 at the time and was dying for an RPG. Uh, this being one of the few on N64, I played the entire game and was extremely let down on the final boss and ending. Aiden Chronicles, the first mage. There's a point in that game where you have to sacrifice a bunch of equipment. Um, yeah, no, I know that game. Uh, whew, the worst, uh, game. worst game, maybe Quest 64 that I've played through all the way, speaking of RPGs. So anybody who knows me knows I used to be obsessed with achievements. Oh no. Yes. I finished a game called Open Season. <laughs> okay, I know that. Oh, oh yeah, like the movie, right? Yeah. That's a popular hit movie. Yeah, that game was bad. <laughs> but I but have all, got a thousand points. I got a thousand points in that game. Mm. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Hilarious. I could, be, I could be really cruel and just say a way out. <laughs> oh, that's Man. just mean. Wow. <laughs> hey, you know, all I right. have I have finished Shenmue one and two. So, I mean, I guess, there you go. Everybody knows mine. Well. Alone in the Dark. <laughs> Which is funny, because when you played it, you loved it the first time. The first time, I thought it was innovative, and then a year later, <laughs> it was outdated as shit. I Seriously, Alone in the Dark is one of the worst games I've ever played. That's why I leave my initial impressions in my brain, and I will never and play it again. And I have played it to completion twice. Trying Destroy to all humans. Big Willie Unleashed. Big Willie Unleashed. <laughs> you beat that game? <laughs> oh. That was the worst game. But what you game is this? I did beat that Destroy game. Destroy all wow. humans, Big oh, Willie. Destroy all humans. I, I didn't That's back it. when I felt like I needed to beat a game to review it. Back yes. to our conversation from a couple weeks ago. You probably is that the PS2 one or uh, 360? Uh, that was actually on the Wii, I believe. Yes. Ooh, ooh, I didn't know there was one on the Wii. Ooh. Yeah, it's really, really awfully bad. Actually, no, yeah. nothing, but check my Wii list, because there's probably one in there. But... So, yeah, um, in case anybody hasn't found, figured it out, we mentioned it on Phoenix Down a couple weeks ago. We have come up with our next year of games. So I'm going to give everybody another assignment, America, here. <laughs> Thanks, Bob Saget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And uh, I want you guys to name off some of the worst games you've ever played because next year will be the year of the bad games for Matt and I. You know you're going to have to play the Aiden Chronicles on the N64 now. <laughs> All right, so here's the deal. We are going to only play games from probably PlayStation 1 up because the it's hard to I, – I don't even know how I'm going to play a PlayStation game. Do you, do you have PS3? PS3. It's not back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the PS3s are yeah. all backwards compatible with PS1. That's true. And see, I can't play PS2 games because I don't have a PS2. Oh, dude, go to the flea market. You can get it for like 20 bucks. I know, but... I'll keep an eye out if you want to me to do that. I got I got one of those real tiny ones like that's the size of a DVD blue uh, right. case. Like, I got one of those at a flea market for like 25 bucks. Yeah, I know. I mean, I could probably go out and get one, but... I mean, we could easily... There's tons of bad games on 360. <laughs> oh, there's a million bad games on 360. There's so many. So I, I want... We, Matt and Hour I are, of Victory is probably one of the top of them, the 360. Oh, I've got a story about Hour of Victory. I've told oh, on the please. podcast before. So I reviewed that game, um, and I ripped into it, and the developer pieced through my review and rearranged my words to make it sound like I was... I was praising the game praising and put it, it on their fucking website. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's a game. Zero tolerance. ZTTD. <laughs> yeah, like they literally did shit like that and like this was back before there was Twitter and stuff so I couldn't like reach out to them or anything but it was just oh. Oh wow. Wow. That's a uh... Yeah, that's a bad yeah, so, so everybody give us your bad games preferably you know, if somebody suggests Bomberman Act Zero, you can't technically beat that game. I don't think that's true. That's true. So it's well, not. You could do one episode of it and be like, "Wow, this sucks." See, that's the thing is like we're doing the year of the JRPG six game, and then this next year will be forty games because it's mm-hmm. going to be it's going to be one of those things where te- we're probably not going to beat all these games because no way you'd want to yeah yeah and but we're going to play enough of them to where we can get impressions and talk about them so See, most you... people most people would say that the two worst games I ever beat were two human and uh, <laughs> two worlds uh, no I didn't beat two worlds <laughs> two, uh, two worlds is on our list two worlds is on your list to play yes good. You can finish uh, it. Isn't that the one you can finish in like two minutes, or is that Two Worlds Two? Oh, can you finish that in two, two minutes? Uh, one of the one of the fastest speed runs is you just run. Oh yeah, because you can kill the you can find the final, the final boss. boss, and yeah, then you just right. get them to attack the villagers, and the villagers yeah. murder him viciously, and then you finish the game. That's right. Uh, no, I was going to say other people. If you were asking other people, they'd say the two worst games I ever beat were Two World or uh, Two Human and uh, Final Fantasy Mystic Quest. But well, Mystic I Quest disagree. is okay. It's easy, but it's good. There's a difference. It's very good. So let, let me see here. Bad games. I got a list here. Like my issue with when you asked was like I, there's bad there's games that are not great. Like I would. I wouldn't put Drakengard on the list of worst games, but I would not put that anywhere near a list of good games. No, we want, I game. think he wants straight up bad shit. Yeah, and that's so, the problem. Yeah, this is what we're we're what I've went. So I just looked up critically panned game, and this is what I, Rogue Warrior. That's a bad game. Vampire Rain. That's a bad game. Now, 
Vampire Reign has two versions. There's the slightly better PS3 version and the awful 360 version. If I'm They're correct. both bad games. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. Sonic the Hedgehog 2006. Ooh, that's a real bad game. <laughs> if you want, if you real want, bad game. If you want extra terrible, if you want extra terrible, get the PS3 version. Okay. Because the Do loading times are forever. Worse. That's not. I don't want to talk about that game. Why? Because I like that game. Yeah, that's not a bad game. I'm, Everybody's just up I, their own ass on it. I Google search critically panned game. Oh, Tony people! Hawk Skater Five. The thing, the thing about Duke Nukem Forever is people were going to shit on it regardless because it's not Duke politically Nukem. correct, right? And it's been in development so long. And yes, it has some '90s tropes in it, but I legitimately enjoyed my playthrough of that game. The worst, the worst part about that game is that dude, you can only hold two items in the same uh, two weapons. Yeah, they tried to they tried to Halo it. As far as the design goes, which is funny because he makes a Halo <laughs> joke halfway through it, but I... Halo Duke in that is fantastic. Yeah, got Mind Jack. Oh, that game what? is atrocious. You didn't have Sonic Boom on that list. No, that's only on the Wii U. Drew doesn't have a Wii U, do you? Oh, I do okay. have a Wii. U. Oh, yeah, that's right. You do. You do because you play. Matt does not. Oh, okay. okay, that game is only on Wii U and 3DS, but it's two different. But games. the 3DS, yeah, the 3DS one's fine. That's it's fine. Uh, we got The Walking Dead Survival Instincts. That's not a good game. I couldn't even find a copy of that game in the store. The other... A game that I am very familiar with: Aliens Colonial Marines. That game is mediocre. It's yeah. not. Yeah, bad. it's not like an atrocious game. It's just not yeah. good. It's, it, it, and now that there's the fix on the PC, I'm wondering. That's how much it, it does. Yeah, I played it on PC. So. Well, but yeah, like now that you can change that dot uh, ini file. I got a game for you, Drew. Okay. No. VIP for the PS1. Based yeah. off of this show. Yeah, the Pam Anderson oh, show. No. We get uh, two worlds. Yeah. Ride to Hell Retribution. That, you can't even finish that game. Mm. What? The fact what? that, the fact that somebody would would put Ride to Hell Retribution and Two Worlds in the same <laughs> sentence. <laughs> I mean, listen. I joke around a lot about Two Worlds. <laughs> it's not even in the same category as Ride to Hell. In terms it's of really, that game. it's really not. Ride to Hell is like. Like, legitimately, I got to a point in that game, because I played it, I got to a point in that game where I could not progress because it was so fucking broken mechanically, I could not finish the level. Fantastic. Um, you don't Well, have, that uh, sounds like what we're going to do. Oh, God, I'm so sorry you're going to spend money on that game. I'm sure I can get it And it, it was from, 20 like, bucks. bucks. That, was a, that was a 20 buck game at the store I was at yesterday. Ugh. I think it's so notoriously bad that it fetches a higher price. Okay, uh, this one is an Xbox PC game. I'm thinking I'm probably playing on PC. Drake of the 99 Dragons. Drake and the 99 Dragons. It yeah, says it was, Drake of the 99 Dragons. Yeah, it's a weird game. It's like a, it wanted to be Max Payne. Yeah. Uh-huh. With like a comic what? book style. Yeah. Say it looks like the uh, main character is drawn by someone who... I want to say on. that the game, I, the game itself is not bad. It's just got yeah, bad I controls. Think it's that bad. It's just I, got really I'm bad almost controls. Almost positive, I beat that game. Yeah, it's just got some weird controls that don't mesh well with the game, which makes it hard to play. But I don't think it's a bad game. Okay. The um, I I'm assuming Evita is out of the question. 
I do have a PlayStation TV. Call of Duty Black Ops Declassified is one of the worst pieces of shit. It's one okay. of the worst first-person shooters out there. Mortal Kombat Advanced. Ooh. Yeah, but that, uh, the, I mean, come on, man. Of course, <laughs> though. That, like, that's like um, Sonic, Sonic Advance, or not Sonic Advance, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog Anniversary on uh, Game Boy. Sonic, what, what was the one? Genesis? Sonic Genesis, the Hedgehog Genesis. You. That's what it's called. Yeah. That's yeah, that, that's terrible. notoriously bad. Man, you remember but, when Bioware made a Sonic RPG? That's actually good. I know, but I just thought of that. I'm like, fuck, I forgot they did that. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a good game. Uh, next one is Bomberman Act Zero. That's just, a bad, that's just a bad game. Hour of Victory. That's a bad oh, I'm game. not buying that one again. Quantum Theory. That's not terrible. It's it's not even worth putting in this conversation. It's okay. it's perfectly serviceable. It's just not very good. Yeah. It's perfectly weird. Prominent. Yeah. Damnation. That's a bad game. Okay. It's a cool idea, but it's a bad game. This one I'm familiar with, Infernal Hells. Oh God! There's I like don't two, know that game. At there's all, two so versions of that game, right? There's the 360 and the PS3 version. They were like kind of different. Yeah. And they were both just so bad. So me, back whenever we used to stream games with my old roommates, we actually purchased this game for comedic value, and we played it. Probably we got probably halfway through that game, and. My roommate was on like a ledge and he fell not even two feet and died. And it took us back to the beginning of the game because you have to do manual saves. <laughs> and said, well, we're turning this off. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a bad, it's like that and Rogue Warrior are two of the like third person just terrible games. I mean, there's, there's, there's classics on the PC too, like, uh, Bad Rats. I mean, come on, you gotta play Rogue Warrior because there's a fucking rap song. By Mickey Rourke. By Mickey Rourke. Apparently, you can beat that game in like three hours. Yeah, it's not a long game. It's just a bad game. Uh, Next one is Secret Service. Oh, God, that's not... You know that game? PS2 title? So, that's a a 360 game. It's a 360 game. There's a funny story about that game. So, that game came out, and they stopped all PR for that game. Because the, apparently there was like a an assassination attempt on a president with like right around the time that game came out. What? And like I talked to the PR guy and he, I remember I remember this email distinctly. He's like, "We're not going to push this game." And he's like, "In fact, I don't even want you to review it, but I will send you a copy so you can play it, but we don't want any coverage." Sure. That's it. And I was like, <laughs> "What the fuck is going on?" Did you play it? Because the game's I terrible. I did, and I remember it being very bad. Also, I would. It is a. It is on PS2 as well. That's how I remember that. Okay. So. Up next is a movie-based game, Aragon. That's a bad game. My wife made me buy that game for her and my son because it's a co-op game, but mm-hmm. it's, it's a bad game. GI Joe: Rise of Cobra. I like that game. I don't care what anybody says. Call of Juarez, the cartel. That's a bad game. None of those games were great, and somehow it got progressively worse. The first one was good. I liked the first I one, and like Gunslinger. One. Gunslinger is what amazing. Devil? Gunslinger is fantastic. I'm, is that the, That's arcade, the newest one? Xbox Live Arcade. Okay. Like it he would go. He one. would. The thing that was cool about that game is like he would tell the story, and you'd play it, and they'd be like, "Whoa, wait a minute! That's not how I remember it." And then you'd rewind and do it again a different way. Okay. 
Yeah, that's actually a really cool game, and I suggest that to anybody. The Gunslinger is fantastic, but the Cartel, which is a modern oh, God, it's Call bad. of Juarez game, it's bad. It's bad. Uh, this one, I don't know what it is. I'm guessing it's from the Jack Black movie, Goosebumps the Game. I've never played that. that. Is a way forward game, if I'm correct. What? Way forward look, made a Goosebumps game, but I don't think they made all of them. I think it's a way forward game, and it's like a hidden objects game or something like that. Like it was one where they've obviously did it for the money. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's the one. Way forward did make a Goosebumps game, but there are multiple Goosebumps games. So I'm that's assuming true. though they did the 360. I can't imagine that like. They put more money into goosebumps. The final game on this, uh, which is not the entire list, we're going to get more Terminator Salvation. That's, which a bad, I that's a bad game. It's a yeah, it's play, a really bad game. If you play it on 360, though, Drew, it's an easy thousand points. That's what I heard. I heard it's an easy platinum. Well, cool. My, I'm getting a platinum trophy. My friend Whatever. that used to own uh, a video game store bought. A ridiculous amount of copies of that game, and also at one point of Torok Evolution. <laughs> I'll defend Torok Evolution as an okay game, but no. not enough to buy a ton of copies of it. No. Well, he thought they were going to sell like crazy, and well, it I took can... him forever to sell those games. And probably heavily discounted too. <laughs> oh, heavily discounted for sure. Yeah. Well, wasn't wasn't like, the we were final away with other purchases at one point? Was it the final boss of Turok Evolution, like a fucking Civil War general riding riding a, a robotic Tyrannosaurus? Yes. God, what was his name? That sounds awesome. What was his name? Uh, it is. It, is. I, it was something like slot. just picture what you would picture to be a Civil War general name, and that was his name. Oh my God, it was so... uh, Tobias Bruckner or something like that. Tobias so Rustler. It was yeah. I feel like Tobias was definitely part of it. Oh, I've got to know his name now. So Turok I'm looking it up. Evolution. I'm looking it up. So if you have any other bad game suggestions, Tobias for... Bruckner. That's what How? I said. That's what Did I you fucking pull said. That out of your ass. <laughs> Tobias Bruckner. Bruckner. Yes. Bruckner. There's a there's a Wikipedia entry under Bruckner's Tyrannosaurus Rex on Turok Wiki. All right. Um, I have one for you uh, that you can add. It might seem a little cruel because it's an indie game, but this guy's notoriously does these these terrible games. Stranded. Stranded. It's a point and click adventure, and it is rough. Look in the look in the look in the chat. He also did Murder, a cyberpunk adventure, also very rough. Oof. I t- I put the picture and a and a link to Tobias Bruckner in the chat. How is this? See, this is the reason why I like the Turok games. That's the reason why I don't like the PS3 one. The they just were like, all right, it's gonna be some stupid shit. Tobias Bruckner. I am so fucking using a picture of him for the podcast. Fires rockets and and you have a gun that bores into people's heads. Here's a giant Tyrannosaurus Rex being ridden with with mechanical like pieces and rocket launchers off the side, being ridden by a Civil War general. General. God damn. Uh, okay. Turok Evolution was a game, all right. <laughs> what was that on? That was on PS2, PS2, Xbox, and GameCube. 
Oh, okay. And Game Boy Advance, motherfucker. See, that's another one. Some of these games are have like horrible mobile ports that are just gifts some gifts some gifts upon the world. That you didn't know because they were like no one picked those versions up. Oh man. Oh lord. Oh, Tobias Bruckner. I'm looking at images of him <laughs> on Google. <laughs> All right. Uh, so there you go. So yeah, tune in for for next year, 2019, the year of the bad game. That's right. And get those, get those in. That's all. The I t- think it's gonna be fun. I got one more tweet. Let's do this last tweet, and then let's get out of here. Uh, Dustin says, since Tony dreams of kissing his sister, was super pumped when he got a Sega CD to play and learn from Sister Spy Simulator, aka Night Trap. I bet he stayed up late at night with some Kleenex and lotion, imagining how to implement those traps on her. All right, well, I hope that... Um, <laughs> let me... Hold on. Um, let me look up when Night Trap came out. Oh. Uh, yeah, okay, so I would have been only a couple months. So, congrats. He was only a couple months old when Night Trap came out? Holy yeah, shit. 92, October I 15th. Seven. I was... Mm. I was born in February. What, what year did it come out? 92? 92. Yeah. I was 13. Yeah, so I was 11. I was 13. By the time... By the time... I was prime age for Night Trap, baby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That was a bad game, too. The, yeah. Um, I Actually, weirdly enough, for much as a Sega fan as I am, I don't own a CD or a 32X. I own a CDX. I bet you're jelly. Not really. There's nothing really worth playing. Oh, that is a lie. The that Sega isn't CD schlock and like humorous Sonic CD, but I can get the better version of Sonic CD has been released. Yeah, but CDX is the bomb. You can hook a 32x up to it, even though it specifically says in the instruction manual not to. You totally fucking can. <laughs> the Virtual Fighter that's on 32x isn't as good as the Saturn version. Well, of course um, it's not as good as the Saturn version. Saturn was a new fucking console. Yeah, yeah but I mean, like, so the only thing that I'd want to play is Knuckles Chaotix, and even then... I'm Motherfucker, the Spider-Man game on 32X is incredible, as is a game called Colibri, which is the Hummingbird game. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I remember that game. I, yeah. like, I know that game. Although, if you want to hook up a Sega... If you want to hook up a Sega Genesis, a CD, and a 32X right now, if you remember the goddamn Genesis power adapters... Oh yeah, I know them. They're they're bricks on the end. They had to sell their own special power bars. You need three of those room. to run a 32x CD game. One for the Genesis, one for the CD, and one for the 32x. They all three have those big fucking power adapters. I think that's the only wow. reason I don't have that shit hooked up anymore. <laughs> all right, that's all the tweets we have. If you want to tweet out us at M4G Podcast? You want to shoot us an email? We didn't get none this week, so get on that. Uh, to podcasts at ztgd.com. Uh, Drew is uh, in the midst of Final Fantasy XII on Phoenix Down, so go check that out. Some bunny ladies. Did you ever figure out if it's just ladies? It is all just women. It's all just ladies. So how do they? How do they? I mean, they mate like make rabbits, more, right? But then they're only women. But you don't know. They're, but they also have bunny ears, so don't question other things. Just, just. Just some weird Japanese shit. Just leave it. Just what's what happens in Final Fantasy Twelve stays in Final Fantasy Twelve. Okay. Wait, well, no, because it doesn't. Because that also rolls over into Final Fantasy Advance, uh, or Tactics, I should say, and Tactics, tactics. Advance. Same no, world. Nobody, nobody wants to see that. 
Can't you be a bunny lady in Final Fantasy XI, the MMO? I don't know. I probably that was only 14. I mean, there's probably 6,000 dudes as bunny ladies in Final then, Fantasy XII. I don't know. It also has, um, oh god, what was the other Square game that uh, took place in... Bunnyland? Uh, yeah, Ivalice is what it's called. I don't know. For, um, the fact that you know that makes me think that you write like Bunny Lady Final Fantasy fan fiction. Uh, crap! It was um, it was a PS One title that didn't actually have um, Final Fantasy connections, but it was also a Square game and takes place in the same world. So um, a fucking a Square story. I was gonna say story. a Square game on the PS One. There's only like six hundred of those. I just had to remember yeah. the name. It's Vagrant. Oh, Viagra Story? I liked Vagrant Story. I didn't like Viagra Story. You can follow us all on Twitter. I'm at ZTGD. Anthony is at N-T-R-S-K-T Intersect. Uh, Drew is at DML Fury, and Ryan is at WombatRP. Uh, you can follow the site at ZTGD Content, where we post all of our lovely reviews for you to read. Don't forget to uh, send Drew your terrible game suggestions. Yeah, send yes. those to his Twitter, to his email. Um, and Drew will plagiarize all of your ideas. That's right. <laughs> for his own personal gain and clicks. I'm really glad I set the bar low so you know when I'm plagiarizing because it'll be <laughs> half decent. Yeah. Oh. So it, it doesn't really help me. Plagiarizing a review, I don't get paid to do it. Yeah, no. I. What's the, I just, what's the point? Even then, if you did, I mean, really. Like, it's not that hard. So you have to think a little bit about what you played. Heaven forbid. Yeah, you know. This is not this... Di- like, if we're doing it and we're not getting paid, I imagine that people put in a little bit more effort. Nah. And they do, for the most part. It's just this one asshole. Yeah, I know. It's just funny. But, uh, unless anybody has anything else, that's it. It's it's time. You guys ready to review some games? Sure. Yeah, there's a lot of them coming out. Sure. Let's start talking about all these fucking games. I ain't got no time. All right. Fuck it. God damn it, Spider-Man soon. All righty. And it goes something like this. Epic fail. Welcome to the N4G Podcast. This is going to be a very interesting episode. Greetings, programs. I got lost trying to find my way to the secret underground N4G radio lair. The Play games, not consoles. No bad boys allowed. And then I, and then I killed the dragon. Then I killed the dragon.